1: Yes! Here it is! Here
2: he is!
3: What was the phrase? Here we are, here it is. I got... (laughs) I don't know. We got a Tuesday here. I don't know what the hell's going on today. Don't ask me. College basketball last night. College basketball... This happened last night.
1: It's over. The dream is alive for Houston. For the first time in 37 years, the Cougars are going to the Final Four. 67-61. Houston over Oregon State. They get it done in the Elite Eight. And they're the first team to the Final Four in 2021.
3: Punching the ticket. All right? Punching the ticket. We had that. We had the Baylor game last night. We had... I don't even know if you want to acknowledge what happened on the ice, but we should, I guess, happen talk about what happened off the ice. And then finally we get our Philadelphia 76ers back a a team that we can actually look forward to talking about. But the news, I guess the only real news for me, gentlemen, about the Philadelphia flyers happened before the game and then after the game, right? Yeah. How about that? Where you have, and and I already know where Barrett's going on this, like toughen up young man, because we had Elaine Vignol, the coach, bench Carter Hart for the next two games against the Sabres, although it looked like they could have used anybody at that point. Finally, they win. And then after the game. It's about them time. Yeah, he throws. (laughs) I don't even know if it's a throw, but after the game, he just put Carter Hart's carcass under the bus and said, all right, you got to get better. Yeah. saying He threw him under the bus. No, toughen up.
4: Who's saying that? Who's who oh, saying that? that?
3: Social
5: media.
0: Social oh
4: jeez. <laughs> yeah. Twitter media. is saying it. Yeah. I, I I, the, I, day the day I take media. my lead from social media is the day you put me in the ground. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just uh, toughen I up, young man. Yeah. <laughs> how, how can anybody have a problem with this? The guy stinks. He does. Year. He stinks. We've been saying it on this show for the last couple of weeks, and I wish we had. Uh, uh, the skunk on the program today. I don't know. I think the skunk is out of town. He's skulked out of town over the weekend, I believe, and he's unavailable uh, to, to yeah. try to speak up for his man and his position. I know the, that the G, the captain last night, had a big goal in the comeback, and it's a damn good thing they won that game because they'd have lost to that team. They were down 3 nothing heading into the third period, and they yeah. were absolutely lifeless. And yeah, somehow, that's a problem. yeah, somehow they lit the fuse in the room between periods and came back and tied that thing and then won it in overtime because that team that they played last night is awful.
3: They're the worst team in the NHL and like real. Uh, they, oh, no. oh, which one? Oh, no. Trust <laughs> me. Right. That, which one? Flyers are close. I, the eye <laughs> test will tell you the Flyers. The metrics and the data. I'm not even going full analytics, I'm just like goals scored stuff like that. Right, There's, right. The Sabres are the worst team in the NHL. I don't even know if it's close. Yeah. And the here's the thing, all right. I'm sorry. I, I somebody has to say this. And if it's not me, then somebody else will, or somebody I'm sure, already has. This team is boring. Yeah, they are. This team is. Hockey, boring, is the worst combination. You can get by. We've watched boring football before. Bad basketball, you just lose a lot of games, so you kind of tune out in that sense. Baseball's already boring, so you're working against it. But a boring hockey team is tough to find, and we have one.
5: Well, you know what? Even if I was in person, you know, know, when you're in person at a game— It takes things to another level. If I was watching them in person last night, I would have still thought that was a boring game.
4: Yeah.
3: You would have fallen asleep.
5: Uh-oh.
4: What
0: was that? Oh, we got
4: issues. See, I got my computer back yesterday. And now I have to readjust. I have to readjust all my other stuff, like oh yeah, 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 volumes and all this stuff, notifications. Like when um, you know, I don't like those beeps about when I get an email and all. So I got to I got to readjust
5: everything. So that's like take you A while too, man. Yeah. That's like getting a new phone. Oh, I you know. know all that stuff you have to go through to get it done. Yeah, it's a big pain in the ass.
3: Look, yeah. I, I hate to pull up <clears> here, but look at the stream. Everybody's saying good morning to each other, adding each other. Yeah. I mean, this
5: is. What's happening, happening here? This good, is amazing. Good morning. Yes, good yeah, morning, I everyone. Love yes. I love
6: this. Next, they're going to
4: start hugging. Seriously, virtual <laughs> hugs, virtual
6: sounds. Can you
4: send GIFs back and forth to people? Uh, just make sure you have your mask on, okay?
6: That's
3: it. That's it. And you're wearing it correctly because yeah. apparently that's something that's not being discussed nearly enough. All right, in the final minute here, before we get back, and Mom, morning, boy, Mom. the last night, I couldn't believe it. I had I don't know why honestly based on what they were doing right up until the final bucket I don't know why Oregon State didn't foul again and put Houston on the line one more time mm. but I ain't complaining as somebody who took Oregon State plus eight I ain't complaining at all because no. I thought that was a push I even texted you guys like are you kidding are you bleeping kidding me this game is
1: going to push at eight yeah. That well, was mean, a good game. I mean, that was you
4: what know, it was. It was amazing. You know, they had that 17 point lead, and then Oregon State's coach went to the zone. They changed up the defense and really, really confused Houston. They had no way to deal with it for the first couple of minutes. Next thing you know, you got a basketball game. And I'm thinking of hey, Aton. Now he can't bitch and moan that we had a non competitive <laughs> basketball game.
5: Why, you know, why is that? Why is it that every time I'm watching a, a game or something, I think about what you guys' reaction is yes. during that time period. <laughs> you because know what, we're good at what we
3: do. <laughs> exactly. all right? you know, I, I know we're no longer at one place, and people use that as a barometer for whether or not somebody's good or not. Right. Because we know what to say so it'll stay in your head. Like Andy Dalton, you'll never look at Andy Dalton again. <laughs> the
5: eyebrows, man. Exactly. Ever. Yes. I can never look at a redhead again and not think about eyebrows. That's horrible. Man. That's horrible. <laughs> all
6: right,
3: we're live here. Across the board, I don't know why that came in a little late, but we apologize. That's on me. Rod Culver's in the house producing. No Jason today. We don't know where he is. That's fine. No McMullen either. He's getting set. I I already told you. Yeah, I gave you the heads up. Did I not? I even called McMullen out last week, the last time he was on, which is that he is going to ditch us Mm -hmm. more and more and more as this show, Birds 365, which debuts next week. Right. It, once that launches, he's out. Yeah. And now well, he's got to have the studio set. So he's such a diva, this yeah. Nick Glad we could set the table you know. for you, Johnny Mac. Seriously. <laughs> you know, we do the heavy lifting. He comes in, locks right. up everything, and gets the reward. Yeah, it's we like, broke I, into this format. Seriously. We are Barrett Brooks blocking for Jerome Bettis. And right. the boss is the one smiling, getting yeah. all the endorsements. And we're looking back like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Exactly. Where's, yeah. where's my Rolex? He gave me. Yeah.
5: He could have at least gave us a I hate to do it to you guys, but he yeah. didn't even give us the decency to do that. He's he didn't getting even give all us the DC commercials in the Beijing, and here we are grunting <laughs> on
4: the front lines.
6: Wait a second.
4: We're in the trenches. Did he change his hair for the no, show? No, you mentioned Bettis, though, so I oh, brought yeah. up the <laughs> yeah, Beijing. Yeah. I thought maybe McMullen was going down that road too.
6: Man. Couldn't no.
4: you imagine Jody Mack with
5: the Beijing? Yeah. I could imagine that. that Jody Mack with it. I could imagine oh, that. Oh, great. <laughs>
3: Now, what is it? <laughs> now, how's he going to be
5: up this early in the morning? He's not used to that at all, man. Being up that early in the morning? Oh, come on, man. Or- Jody Mack. Jody Mack doesn't sleep. <laughs> you know, are you kidding me? Every time I've had a show with him, it's, it's, I've never had a show with him. In fact, he's like he's like, he's like that, you know, <laughs> your, your, your side chick, man. That's what he is, a side chick. Because every time I'm with him, it's never earlier than 10 o'clock p.m. Never. Really? Nice. I've what? always done shows 10 p.m. or later with him. He does
3: other it? shows, too, so maybe he's got the juice <laughs> where he can tell people, I'm
5: going to be working at the night time. at a bar. Yeah, right,
4: right, exactly. What does that have to do with a side chick?
3: Yeah, we're back because you he's see him at the 10 o'clock. We're back at 3. He actually made sense on that one. All right, we're back at 3. It's the middle, voice.com and Sportsmat Radio.
5: The, the, the middle, The middle. bro. I know we're gonna get on that, but I, I, I gotta say, happy birthdays to the, to the kids in the stream. You know what I'm saying? We we looking, we checking it out. Happy birthday to your, to your kids, man. You know what to I'm who? Saying? The kids, man. I'm watching the stream, man. What stream? It's double birthdays. You got to keep your yeah. eyes off that. Stream, yeah,
6: man. seriously. Yeah.
4: I t- no, <laughs> you have I a mean, conversation I- with the stream, and nobody has any idea what you're. You got to give us That's
5: a heads up.
6: Because they get yeah. you into it. No, 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 no. We have I'm, no I'm idea what you're talking
4: bro. about.
3: So now we're in the middle of something, and it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Happy right. birthday! Happy birthday yeah. to who?
4: I have
5: no I, idea what's what's going on right now. I, I
4: can just imagine people listening on Sports Map Radio, just like, what did you just say?
3: Who's talking to? real?
5: Play Action Real. His son, Nick. Happy birthday, bro. Isn't All right.
3: Now, now, everybody's got a birthday. Joey B's daughter, uh, 16 I today.
6: Yeah. I mean, right. calling BS today. Seriously. This
7: is like A.C. Green selling that he
3: right. was a
6: virgin back with Showtime.
7: The Middle with Aton Sanders, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern.
8: What we feel makes our firm different from others is the fact that we um, take our lifelong a uh, personal approach and experience, uh, and apply that in dealing with any client. We don't view a client as a number or another case. We view them as a human being and a person, a person who faces challenges that they never anticipated or they wouldn't be here. They wouldn't seek us out for help. And we put that personal approach um, to the forefront to make sure
0: Looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with gambling community. Check out Book it Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book it Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following and stand out amongst your friends by downloading Book it Sports today on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some
9: tickets and put it on book. Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Start your morning with Johnny Mack and Jody Mack across the Jacob Media Network.
4: So we got uh, John Boy coming up at 1140, right? Yeah. And uh, he's got, well, I was telling you yesterday, almost a million uh, YouTube subscribers.
3: Yeah. So how, uh, see, Xander's helping
4: uh, John. So I just want to make sure. And over 300,000 Twitter followers, I think.
3: You want to tag him?
10: So, Why don't you tag him? All right, uh, coming from your account. This is the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network,
7: presented by Rocket Mortgage.
10: Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, we
3: have basketball last night. I'll read you the statement from. Alain Vignol. AV
4: AV to his friends I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not tired of these guys his close friends call him AV Yeah he's an idiot
3: What? I just I don't I don't think he's good of a coach
4: to be it honest is. with you it took two different teams to the final
3: That's fine but I'm saying here here it's all oh. it's all about here like resume 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 and I think what happens in the NHL is you burn out fast but also guys rely on what they've done elsewhere This is a different team. I don't think he knows how to coach this team. Well, all right,
4: I to let you uh, give your piece here, and then I want to address that.
3: Okay. So he says about Carter Hart, tomorrow's a team practice. I think you can tell the work on a couple of things, and that definitely showed up on the ice. He's going to skate today and practice, stay on after, practice with the team tomorrow, stay on after. Wednesday he'll do the same thing. He's going to practice it and work with them. And then he says he needs to work on his game. He needs to work harder. He needs to work better. I've had a co- good conversation with him and Kim, the goaltending coach, about my expectations about his practice habits and him stopping the puck.
5: That's a pretty damning statement, right there. Yes, it is. And that your objective stop the puck. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, we we, we practice have
3: habits. So remember, I'm going to yeah. take you back to what you were talking about with us about practice habits, about Carson Wentz, about the expectations of practicing and it not transferring over. That's a damning. That's worse to me than stopping the puck
5: personally. No question. I mean, that's where you that's where you're made whole. That's where you're made perfect in practice. You don't win games on game day. You win games in practice when you can recognize certain things that people are trying to do to you because you've practiced those situations. Your mind is sharper because you know what's gonna happen to you before it happens. If you see something, you recognize something. You gotta watch film, you gotta see certain characteristics. A, 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 a zebra will never change its stripes. So if a team comes up and they're and they're in a situation where they need a goal, they're gonna do virtually the same thing because they're good at it. And yeah. and and nine times out of ten, you can't stop it. I know what I was playing. There was one set that I could do that nobody could beat. Nobody. And if I did that set at that time, I'd win that rep. You can't do it all the time because then everybody get used to it. Right. But with that set, they I knew I could go out there and I can execute it and I won't get beat. It's well, like he hasn't over- had that same type of repertoire. He hasn't had something that he can go to to stop them. Yeah, or you put his had- mindset, yeah. You had over the
3: top. Remember that? You you were able to, every now and again, if you need to be, you were able to go <laughs> over the top and crush your opponent.
5: That was a good movie, by the way.
3: That's an, un, it's an underrated yeah. movie. Yeah. It's I an under uh, look, I'm not gonna say it's gold, but it's an underrated flick, right? Exactly. Bull, bald bull, whatever, bull hurley, yeah. right? <laughs> Come on. That, but you're right. Where if you have something you can fall back on. All right, what's going on over there? Are you doing another show or no?
4: I'm sending out tweets. What are you talking about? You gave me a task to do. I'm doing it, and uh, I want to weigh in on this hockey yeah, discussion let's go. because We're for you. I heard you ripping Av and you know saying that he's not a good coach here. Well. I don't know that that's true because all we've seen with this core group of veteran players on this flyers team Mm -hmm. is coaches come and coaches go and nothing seems to change their, their energy level waxes and wanes within periods from period to period. They don't maintain an edge. And that's the reason to me for their shortcomings. They come out with low energy. And is that the coach to get these guys up every day? You expect, uh, you know, uh, AV to go in there, you know, with a bullhorn doing Vince Lombardi. I mean, that's BS. This core group of veterans, I believe, is the is the crux of the problem. And I've said it for a while that it needed to be broken up and it needed to be broken up for a while. They can't seem to do it because they got no trades and they got this and that that prohibits them. I get it. But I don't blame the coach here. They brought in quality coaches to this hockey team over the years, and this guy, I believe, is one of them. And I cannot sit here and say, "Oh, yeah, it's time to change the coach again." No, look, I don't
3: think Can't it's do time it. to change the coach per se, but I think they're in a, I think they're in a very dead period. And I saw AJ, our buddy AJB, put this up, and and I think this encapsulates exactly what I feel. And and maybe we're not at odds, Harry, as we're just a little bit. Different on the degrees. And and AJ said he doesn't think these guys are buying into him being the coach. On that note, the defense stinks. The defense does stink. They're they're awful. I, I think what happens though is when you have younger players, that's where, and look, maybe I'm wrong, but if I'm a coach like A V and I've got a group of veterans who are not listening or responding is probably the better term, responding to me as a coach, then I'm going to try to do everything I can to hit the younger guys. You've got a group of young talent on this team and they seem to be mute to AV as well. So it seems like both the older guys that we get frustrated with, the Jerus, the Voraceks, mm-hmm. et cetera, we're getting frustrated with, but even the Provorovs and the younger guys, especially on D, nobody seems to be responding. And, and, I, and look, Harry, I'm not saying, okay, bring in a new messenger, bring in a new messenger, but I do feel like, Vignol has has basically rested on his laurels in the sense of, hey, look, I've been here before, I've I've done this before. If you're not going to listen to me, then screw it. We're, so we're going to lose. Well, who would you, would you say those? I mean, fighting may,
5: themselves. Giroud, Couturier, um, who, who would be the Vorchek. guys you're talking about? In Vorchek? yeah, those I three mean, guys are the constants on the team right now.
4: Yeah, and you know, there's a, there's a few other ones there. Then those are the big ones too. So that the big, big ones. ones.
3: Yeah, if but, they responded to Harry's point, B, if they responded to the coach, then this team would look, I would say, significantly better if just those three guys played with a little fire under their Well, they kind
4: of know that they're bulletproof. They know they can't really be moved, and they. it's like they've they've had no accountability uh, from coach to coach to coach, and they've never been held accountable, and the young guys take the read from those guys. Right, you know, you, you got me Yeah. You know, you have young guys, off it's been horrible this season. Right, right, I expected right. a lot more from that guy. I thought he was a, and I still think he is a very talented player who's got some skill. But you know, he's done nothing, nothing.
10: No,
3: it's and he's not on the everything. only one. No, was, not
5: not by a mile. The only one. You're right. But look, I mean he he has done things. I mean, he's changed up the lineup, you know, and and tried to find something to get these guys fired up. Yeah. And it's not working. So I know what else can up the he bench,
4: do? change the lines, players only meetings. We get this every year with this squad. It's the same thing
5: every stinking season. And well, well, you're right, Harriet. It's culture then. It's culture then. Yes. A- it's, 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 well, they, it- they
3: already fired, right? They already brought in a new general manager, Chuck Fletcher's here. Mm-hmm. At some point, if you're going to look at that as far as the C word is concerned, then it's way more than just player. It's the building itself. It's it's rotting from the top down then, if that's the case. Well, and I don't know. I, I don't know who is like, I don't know who could come in here and convince ownership that it's time to move on from Jeru Voracek and and maybe although I well, it's he's, not that easy to do Couturier I mean well, he's yeah. the best player right now you'd have I keep Couturier over the other two yeah but yeah me too you'd have to you'd have to take a big hit and look this this is a global conversation now about sports in general the Eagles just did that teams do this. If teams realize, and hockey is different than the NBA, it is different than the NFL. I get it as far as your positioning and placement in the standings. But if a team, re- look, hell, look what Chicago just did. Look what the Bulls just did. The Bulls were three games two and a half technically out of the four seed, and they said, "What the hell? Let's just make a run for it." We probably won't win the East, but we might even host a playoff series this round if all things, or in the first round if all things work out. They made a push. So I, I think that there is a sense of, in pro sports, all right, where are we around the deadline? Are we buyers or sellers? And the Flyers should have been sellers. The Flyers should have waved the white flag, taken a major hit on a return, but at least got rid of somebody in, in order to move this forward. And now you're like every team that has a culture problem that refuses to move on and make a move. You're stuck asking, man, why the hell do we always have a culture problem?
5: Mm-hmm. Well, you know, that's that's virtually what we're talking about when it comes to what Harry just said. I mean, if there's a culture problem, you, you look at the guys that have been in this culture the longest, and if you have all these coaches go through and the culture still stays, then that tells you it's the guys that are there that, that, that virtually have the culture. Now, you, you said with the Eagles, I don't know necessarily if that culture's going to leave. I think that's going to be the same culture because that culture's dictated by the guy that's still going to be there. Right. You know, and that's, you know, you know, how Roseman's going to be there. He tries to set and define that culture. Right. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, the Flyers have a lot of young talent. I thought we we're going to turn the corner right now. Just like you said, the Hearts, the Proverals, you know, Patrick. I mean, all these guys are young and up-and-comers, did their time, you know, at the lower levels. And now it's time for them to take place and be that right. – they're supposed to be overtaking the the Jerus, the Voraceks.
4: Yeah, and I'd they're like supposed to overtake them now. I'd like to let it be known that that was a – 10 15 gra- very good minutes on hockey without the skunk. Yeah, you, you see, we can do it. Yeah, we just proved it.
3: We, yeah, all right. Speaking of which, 10 minutes is too long. We, we should get back to something else. Right?
6: Let's do this. Our <laughs> first national semifinal matchup set as Blackburn gets away, and it's been a long time coming. The Baylor Bears are back in the final four. For the first
4: time in
11: 71 years. 71 years. Wow.
3: First Man. time since '84 for Houston.
4: <clears throat> yeah, of course they they went three straight years with five slam at jamma, and then uh, back in the late '60s, the Elvin Hayes years. Yeah. I think they went two years in a row. That's late right. '60s. Yeah.
3: Uh, this is this is going to be a good game. Houston. Mm-hmm. Houston's got. A really good team that yeah.
4: defense. I
3: love that Giro you know.
4: kid, man. How does he play? How good is he defensively?
3: It, it's insane, too, because he's everywhere.
4: Mm-hmm. Like he he's their Ben Simmons, except he can shoot. Yeah, right. You Notice know that how how great was I'm thank you for bringing up <laughs> shooting because how great was it last night for stretches in both of those games, mostly the second game in the first half, where teams were just making shots. Boom, boom. I mean, it was like this is this is college basketball from back in the 80s and 90s that I remember. Yes, no question. You know? and, and it's what I've been complaining that we I, haven't had enough of. I
5: know. But you see, look at Baylor's guards, the way they drove to the hole. And, and I mean, they, they were like almost unstoppable. But then when they did kick it out, yeah, Mr. Mullet was dominant.
4: Yeah, you can't <laughs> leave the mullet alone in the corner. That's for sure. Don't <laughs> leave baby alone in the corner but yeah, they drive nope. the lane and they do that little spin around and then they'll yep. do a little fade away or a little teardrop. They got Banking
3: all
5: kinds it. of moves. Yeah. Banking them too.
3: <laughs> so yeah. if, if, and here's the thing, Oregon state, I I think, I know I was on them at eight again at seven and a half. So Oregon state covers, did you, did, I, I don't know if anybody else took Oregon State. say, I think burger I saw earlier on the stream had them at seven and a half. Definitely the now i don't know what that game closed at but i think it was the low 20s right i think that game actually went over mm. because oregon state had a mon- like a humongous monster second half yeah and and look i think if anybody's betting tonight wait this is why I always say, right, wait, because you saw Oregon State with 17 points, 17 points. I think their total points at the half was somewhere around 56 or something like that. So same thing with Arkansas Baylor. That yeah. live in-game total, I texted you guys. Now it was a little high on the on the juice, but it was 169 or something like that at the half or leading up to the half with maybe a minute left with Arkansas Baylor. You just knew that there was no way Baylor and Arkansas were going to put up those amount of points in the second half. Like these things have a way of, they have been evening themselves
5: out, but it was crazy. I mean, Arkansas had three points. It was like 21 to three at one point. Yeah. Yeah. And then bam, it took off.
3: All right, real quick. We're going to break. We'll be back more on the tournament and fake news an hour from now with Ron Culver. At eleven forty, John Boy is going to join us and we'll preview as much as we possibly can with the Major League Baseball season. Yes, that's happening. All here on the Middle, dot slash the Middle and Sports Map Radio.
5: The Middle, the Middle, the middle. No, bro. I know we're going to get on that, but I, I I gotta say happy birthdays to the to the kids in the stream. You know what I'm saying? We we looking, we checking it out. Happy birthday to your to your kids, man. You know what I'm to saying? who? The kids, man. I'm watching the stream, man. What's it's double birthdays? you got to keep
4: your eyes yeah, off that stream, yeah, Seriously. <laughs> yeah, hey, no, you I mean, have a I, conversation I, with the stream, and nobody has
1: any idea what
10: you're you talking you got to give us That's a heads up. You hip- Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores.
8: Let's cash in tickets and put it on Book What we feel makes our firm different from others is the fact that we um, take our lifelong uh, personal approach and experience uh, and apply that in dealing with any client. We don't view a client as a number or another case. We view them as a human being and a person. A person who faces challenges that they never anticipated, or they wouldn't be here. They wouldn't seek us out for help. And we put that personal approach um, to the forefront to make sure. Hey, New Jersey, if you bet on sports, then you need PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and
1: sell sports bets. We're all using it to cash in this basketball season. Just head into your nearest casino, pick your favorite teams to win it all, and sell those tickets on PropSwap. They have thousands of buyers across the country, and you can sell too. And listing your ticket is always free. This is your newest side hustle. The average seller on PropSwap makes $500 every month. If you aren't selling on PropSwap, then you're missing out. Go to PropSwap.com today and click the Sell button to learn
6: more.
9: a-T-L-E-S-E-O. Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Start your morning with Johnny Mack and Jody Mack across the Jacob Media Network.
3: Um, I just saw, I just saw. Tuition either. Yeah, thank you all. I, honestly I no no bullshit here. I thought that was a legit solid 10 minutes right there. Yeah, AJ had them at seven and a half. That three.
4: That garbage three. But
3: yeah, but they they were fouling, 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 and all of a sudden they
10: don't foul after that three. You're listening to the middle on the sports map Radio Network.
7: Presented by Rocket Mortgage.
10: Live from the O'Reilly Auto Park Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays.
3: Uh just under an hour fake news from now, Ron Culver. That's Ron with two ends, as the stream likes to remind everybody out there. NFC East Beast, speaking of which, makes reference to Jeff Howie, Lurie, Roseman. And and I'm thinking like this really is now one entity. Like we have one entity. Remember, the Patriots, there's no other entity, it's just Belichick. Right. Right. We found out that he had a couple of people remember he had that rules guy that came out in that NFL films thing where it was like, who the hell is this guy? When and it he's was still some, there. Yeah, he is there. Right. Yeah, he's,
4: the, he's the guy behind the curtain. They call <laughs> yeah, right. yeah,
3: He's the guy that's, <laughs> that is paid to just sit and go through. He's yeah. an accountant with rule books. Yeah. He's he basically paid to find. And then he also has, like, some offensive guy, I guess, that worked with McDaniels, like some Tex Winters-like dude there. But it's all Belichick. It's all Belichick. And now, Ernie Adams is the Ernie guy Adams you're
10: referring thing. to. Yes. yes.
3: Not Ernie Hudson? No. Or another Adams. Man, I, I got to be honest. I, I'm Not Jamal Adams. No. That's a great shout right there. So I think I'm done with the iPhone. I think I have to move on.
4: No, wait, think, we went from Patriots to iPhone?
3: Yeah. Well, I, I was just throwing this out there because we go down rabbit holes and derail all the time. And it got me thinking, I, I can't continue to be associated with this thing as it continues to put out these types of commercials. Like I can't be associated with this piece of machinery. And be associated with that one guy in the kitchen.
4: Yeah, the slob.
3: The slob who's making the sauce, who is violating, as Barrett, a chef can tell you, so
4: many. I got the sauce.
3: Of the culinary violation. Like, it's so unsanitary in its own right. Yes. I can't deal with that. And my God, if I see that woman drop her phone one more time, I might go out and just randomly punch somebody.
5: Well, well I, you know what? I'm not hip to what you guys are talking about because I, I I don't have an iPhone. I have, a, I have a drawer. Yeah, but
4: you have a TV. You've seen these commercials. You're dialed in on every freaking Geico commercial. Seriously, I mean, you basically know the scripts to all these commercials. You, yeah. you mean to tell me you haven't seen this fat slob, this sweaty <laughs> mess in the kitchen? You know, throwing sauces and, and it's it's disgusting. I agree with Aton.
6: <laughs>
5: But they don't they don't show that on motor trends, so I don't think oh, I see it. Okay.
3: Showing this nonstop during the tournament. I know you're watching the tournament, you saw your Arkansas. I saw it, yeah. What about the other? What about the woman dropping the phone? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I agree. Oh my gosh. It makes me so angry that I can't use this phone anymore. I can't be associated with it anymore.
4: I do like that song, though. The I Got the Sauce. No. It's kind of
3: catchy. No, it's-, it's terrible. Just like the commercial. Next thing you're telling me you'll like that. What song is that?
5: I don't know what you're talking about now. What's the name of that song? I'm just sitting back at all right now. I'm just sitting back at all. Do your thing, bro. Do your thing.
3: Hold on a second. Hold on. You haven't heard this phone before? The Apple girl dropping her iPhone twelve?
4: Oh, I've seen it.
3: What, what's what's the name of this
4: song here? Well,
3: you gotta show it to me, man.
4: That I don't know. And show I, it you to know, me. I have no idea what the name other is. Other ad
3: called Cook, by the way. The sauce ad is actually labeled Cook.
4: Oh, it is? It's labeled? It.
6: Yeah, that's what it's labeled. Because
4: I think that's a TikTok song. Is that right? Because there is like a rap hip hop song, I Got the Sauce, that is totally unrelated to that song.
3: Wait, is this by somebody, is this by a verified account, meaning like an actual rapper, entertainer, or is this- no? Somebody so, like me who created this song.
4: Well, no, it's not the song in the commercial. That's what I'm saying. That's separate from some hip hop rap type song. Got it. That is, I got the sauce. I forget the artist name, but I did some research this weekend because I actually liked the song. Oh,
3: my God. Yeah. You you are beyond. Shan, can you show me, the,
5: show me the commercials? Oh, I don't know. We can't I, play I, the
3: music. I, I No, I think I can play the music, right? But I can't play the video. Well, I don't think, uh, I think I can play the audio. The video is the is always the issue. So I'm just going to play the audio of it and then I'll text it to you in the break.
4: Okay. And she's, she's fumbling the phone right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, I didn't know that, that that was, I didn't know what song that was. But yeah, I know, you know
6: what?
5: I know, that was on I B hate, Street. I hate, I hate, I can't stand it. Shannon, I know you, that was on B Street. No, it wasn't. It was on Beach Street. Not Beach Street, the movie. It wasn't. What are you talking about? When he was, when he would, when Turbo was, not Turbo, the other one, was doing it, doing that little dance by himself. Turbo and
3: Ozone are. Ozone. uh, ozone.
5: Breaking. Breaking. I'm sorry. Breaking. That's a breaking. Breaking. You guys Ah. are
4: speaking in tongues right
3: now. Well. (laughs) He's bringing you back to mid to late '80s hip hop movies. Like these were the break dancing, breaking, oh, okay. breaking two, Electric Boogaloo, Beat Street with spit and Ramone. Okay. I mean, that's that's what Barrett. See, this is and this is why I love Barrett too. Is because he's stuck in a musical time warp like I am, right? <laughs> and I love it, man. People, there used to be a time where people wouldn't get in my car. This is before sports radio and all this stuff when I was just right. listening. Because I would have nothing current. It would just be old, old, old stuff. People are like, man, seriously, do you have anything Yeah, that past 2000, please? No, I, I, I was it.
4: listening to like Sugar Hill Gang back in those days. Well, yeah, that's like a little before at yeah. that point. But yeah, now
3: you're talking about precursors. Look, a lot of those guys, right, is not Bambada. A lot of those guys are in the actual finale in the beach street finale. I mean, that's a concert. Remember yeah. that was meant to be a funeral, but it really is a concert. Now Ron's telling me the name of this song here is called the conference
11: by who Ron? Uh, your guess is as good as mine. I'm going to say Nitin Sawney. All right. Nitin Sawney is the
4: that's conference. Yeah. The uh, conference uh, oh, of man. champions. No. Like Bill Walton calls the (laughs) Pac-12, which he's got a point right now. I
11: confirmed it. It is the conference. All right. But you didn't actually confirm how to
3: pronounce the person who made the conference. Of course not. All right. Well, maybe you could do that because we could all read the conference. That's the easy part.
11: Well, I'm going to say his first name is Nitten.
3: How do you know it's his name?
5: Nitten Yahoo. I'm going to. I don't know. Benjamin Nitten Yahoo. Is that what you're you're talking about, Barrett? Nitten Sonny.
4: Netanyahu. So Netanyahu? <laughs> That's right?
3: Netanyahu,
4: right? Netanyahu. Netanyahu. He's a Philly guy. Is he? Yeah, he went to Cheltenham High School. Yeah, well, he's not born here, though.
3: He went to high school here. I'm born in New York. I, I people will I've been here 25 years. I can't be a
5: Philly guy. I've been here 25, 30 years. You can't
3: be it, a Philly guy. <laughs> You're not allowed. We're not allowed, Barrett. We're not allowed in the Promised Land. Shame on us, John. Boys coming up next. It's the middle. Hey,
2: good morning There he is Good morning guys, how are you doing? What's great, up bro, great, what's the do? I'm doing well, I'm excited I mean, opening day, pretty yeah. close We just had a little meeting, get ourselves prepared I'm ready to go
6: Nice, yeah.
3: nice <laughs> uh, So that's Harry up top, Barrett Brooks Down up, low, bro? and I'm Aton. Nice to meet you buddy, thank you so much for the time
2: Of course, should I change my background? Do I gotta get fun <laughs> yeah. here?
3: No, no, no. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> you do whatever you want, man. <laughs> um what what uh specifically YouTube, Twitter, what would you like? We want to make sure that we get everything out. We're not uh, we're live on our stream right now, so we're streaming on phillyvoice.com and then we're back on the radio coming up in about 2 minutes to 2:20. Two so once we're back, we'll introduce you and, and do everything. This is just live in between the uh in the breaks, kind of how we roll. So Yeah, uh,
2: yeah. I, don't, I don't mind. YouTube uh or just John Boy Media in general, I guess.
3: Gotcha. Anything you want, honestly. You tell us.
4: Now, you you, you just referred to all the time as John Boy, not uh, Jimmy O'Brien?
2: Both. You can do whatever you guys okay. feel comfortable with. If you want to go Jimmy, go Jimmy. Okay. Uh, yeah, some people – it started as a nickname and then it's now – Some it just some internet moniker for some people, and some people call me it. I don't whatever.
3: Not supposed to drop your name live on the stream. It was included in the email. No,
2: no, no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it's fine. I call myself Jimmy. So,
4: (laughs) well, you think I'm outing him here? What's going on? You know, (laughs) sure
3: You sure you want to do this, man?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm ready.
10: (laughs) Oh, Oh, that's great. That is great.
2: My uh, my audio good and everything.
10: Yeah, you sound great.
2: All right
3: sound great um and then let's see chris Rose are, rotation. You the, are you in the north you're in the northeast right up here in new york yeah
2: area? i'm in the i'm in the bronx right now yeah. we got a, we got an office space right next to yankee stadium two blocks away
3: that's awesome hey. i grew it, up uh well my my dad's side uh first four years in city island and then the next eight in pelham
2: okay my mom grew up by pelham uh
3: yeah north bronx yep it's changed clearly i mean i'm 42 so yeah, yeah. Are, they've been up and down but yeah from from that area like from city island through co-op through like pelham uh,
2: it's uh it's it's always been home and then my mom her whole family's from queens from jamaica okay i think my mom lived on like the last stop yeah. of that green line or whatever the, the train that, that went what's that was it the at, wait? You're talking the about the F train, a, yeah, like the last stop, in, yeah, in Queens, no, no, in the Bronx.
4: Oh, okay, okay, I'm sorry. Wasn't yeah. there a Denzel movie, Pelham, something about this, well, the, the taking train? of Pelham? Taking
2: went, of Pelham yeah, 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 I think it was Travolta and Denzel. Yeah, <laughs> was, yeah. we don't, yeah, New Yorkers don't need to acknowledge.
10: <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, Travolta, <you> know, <laughs> stick to dancing, cuz <laughs> this is the middle on the sports map radio network
7: presented by rocket mortgage
10: live from the o'reilly auto parts studios here's Aton shander barrett brooks and harry mays so as you all know out there live on the stream
3: phillyvoice.com slash the middle we return here on sports map radio 1490 am sports betting radio atlantic city through philly and beyond as well Nobody is more excited to speak with our next guest than Barrett Brooks. That doesn't mean that Harry and myself are not excited or thrilled to welcome in John Boy. But the start of the baseball season, for whatever reason, because he has not really told us why, is very special to one Barrett Brooks. So with that said, we welcome in officially now John Boy at John Boy underscore John Boy Media at John Boy Media, of course, if you know of anything baseball related and you're watching content on YouTube, chances are you're following John Boy John Boy Media on YouTube as well. So first and foremost, thank you sir for coming on with us and being a part of the show today.
2: Well, thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. I'm excited and now I'm excited to hear uh Brooks uh what are we so excited about? Opening yeah. day? It's special day?
5: <laughs> I just wanted to say yeah, I just wanted to get yeah, I'm excited about sports, man. Sports period, man. And 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 These guys refuse to talk to me about our relievers. They were, I mean, even our starters. We know Aaron Nola, hopefully, he has a better year than he had last year, even though it wasn't a bad year. But, I mean, those are the things I want to know about. You mean, who's, I mean, is Zach Wheeler going to play better than he did last year and up to the expectations that we had when he signed them? Those are all the things I want to know. Do our coaching, do our pitching staff strike fear in everybody in the East? How about Bryce Harper hitting 50 home (laughs) runs? Nope. Like
4: he's supposed to
5: <laughs> take the under. Tell him, cowboy, like, take the
4: under.
2: I like the Phillies. I mean, the rotation's really good. The bullpen was historically the worst bullpen, not yes. in the 2020 season last year, like in all of baseball. So, <laughs> well, I, the and they they took down the entire pitching stats because when you really looked at Nola and Wheeler and even Eflin, like what they were doing last year, it wasn't or Arietta, I should say, it wasn't bad. So I'm excited. Nola, I think is jumping up to my most favorite pitcher to watch his stuff is nasty and yeah yeah i mean he shut down the yankees last year uh and then he just did it in spring training and yeah i mean it used to be verlander i love the way verlander pitched with those high fastballs i call them fu fastballs because it's just like here try and hit it you won't but nola i think he's jumping up my board is exciting to watch and wheeler should be good too i like the phillies i like joe girardi obviously I wasn't surprised to see uh, Ronald Torres made the roster. I don't know if you guys have been watching him. He's a little dude that can play every position, and Girardi loves him. But I like the Archie Bradley pickup um, and a lot of the bullpen moves. We'll see. Girardi, yeah, can, still there. Girardi, Girardi can, is still there. Girardi, if you give him a good bullpen, some names, like he's pretty good at, at utilizing those guys and letting them know, like this is your role. This is when I'm going to use you. Be ready so it's not a hodgepodge. So, he just had no guys to work with last year. No. Um I like the Phillies. I keep saying one of the Phillies, the Nationals and the Mets is going to be awful and I don't know who and I don't know how cuz they all look pretty good on paper. But one of one of those teams is going to drop out of the race and my money's on on the on the Mets or or you guys. I don't know who or how though.
4: All right, John, well, you say you like the Phillies, and I'll let Aton try to mine you for an over-under on the win total a I'm little already, bit later because I, I know that's where he's going to go. But you say that uh, you like them. The NFC, the NFC or the NFL East, I should say, is a, a jam division. I mean, everybody's talking about all, the, all of the teams uh, except maybe Miami. Uh, Atlanta's really good. The Mets have made some big acquisitions. The Nationals are pretty consistently good. And the Phillies always lose to the Miami Marlins, so I don't I don't know if the Phillies are a playoff team. But outside of uh, the the Phillies, is there a team in the National League in your view that can challenge the Dodgers, or is it a foregone conclusion that the Dodgers are going to represent?
2: I, I would I wouldn't bet against them, the Dodgers. Uh, I and I think it is the Padres in that division. There, uh, you know, the Mets have all the talent. On paper, well, actually, you know, and if Thor comes back and is healthy, then I like the Mets, but they're kind of pretty top-heavy, and I think Stroman has to prove himself, and I think he will, and he's he's, he's doing so with his words, and we'll see on the mound. But, um, you know, the Nationals, if Josh Bell or Schwarber can give Soto any protection, if those guys – I mean, they both had really big springs, which means nothing, but if, if Schwarber or Bell can – give Soto protection. So they can't just walk them. I think he led the league in walks last year and every other stat, but then I like the Nats, uh, you know, their windows kind of small with the age of their starting pitchers. But as far as challenging the Dodgers, I would say it's the Padres and the Braves and I, and the Braves were up three, one last year in the, in the NLCS with a bunch of rookies taking the pill every other day and, and doing well. So I, th- I think it's the Braves Padres and Dodgers, but I, I, I mean, it's the Dodgers. The Dodgers B team is better than a lot of National League's
11: A teams. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Scary.
3: That's they have so weird. much depth. It's crazy. I want to go back to Juan Soto real quick because speaking, and, and Harry opened up the door, so I'll gladly kick it open here, of some futures. He's got great value across the board, really, for RBI leader. I'm looking at him at 800. And even the MVP – I think he's right there at the top, right, at 750 alongside Mookie Betts. And I know you mentioned about protection around him, if that's a possibility turned to a reality. But just looking at the outside value for Soto, do you like that? Do you think that there's a play there?
2: Yeah, I mean, Soto's so good. I-, I think that we really haven't even – He's he – last year was his 21-year-old season, and he kind of got sidelined with uh, the positive test or the – False positive, and he still led the leagues in every slash line. I mean, he led in batting average on base percentage, slugging, OPS, like anything you want to calculate, Soto led it last year, and that was without protection. I mean, he walked so much last year, so I, I, I'd i put some money on him. Um, I mean, he's 22. He, I mean, he's so young. Technically, hasn't fit his prime yet.
3: It's crazy. Crazy. See that Harry yep. plus seven fifty for the MVP. There you go. to lead the league in RBI.
2: It's rare to have a guy that young walk so much. He had a four ninety on base percentage last year. To have the eye at that age is crazy, and the patience.
5: How close is, is Ramuto and 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 you know? Bryce Harper, as far as being mentioned in that crowd, you know, being guys that you know can can electrify, you know, because I mean, I think they're gonna have a lot more power um, power hitting with our lineup now than we had last year. I think we'll score a lot more. You know, how can we get those guys up in the same mentions with those guys?
2: Well, real mudo is is as far as you know comparing to catchers, and that's something that I think a lot of baseball fans don't do. Is that you got to compare these guys to their position. So if you compare real Muto to any other catcher, he, he's, he's so far ahead uh, to get that production out of the catching position, go around the league. I mean, every other catcher, there's not a lot that are giving you positive, yet alone MVP level stuff. So real Muto is a, a game changer, but when you compare him to like a Bryce Harper or Soto outfielders, like guess it, it might be harder for him to win MVP unless they really take in the defense and catchers don't play every game anymore. But I like Harper. Harper's already got an MVP, so you can never count him out. I mean, he can do it and he's got all the pizzazz to go with it. Uh, I, I, I don't think he'll ever not be a storyline or a big, big name in, in
5: baseball. He's got the hair now too, man. So that's going to help him out too. He's,
2: he's got, got everything ball. we were torn. We were torn Philly spring training last year. And I mean, his baseball pants are basically joggers. Now he's got his own style. And we were with Trevor Ploof, who's ex big leaguer, who does it, who does content with us. He's on our podcast. And just talking about, it. he says, Hey, when you win an MVP, you can create your own uniform. You can do whatever that's
4: you exactly. want. It's amazing. Hey, we were having a discussion last week on the show about some of the problems that baseball as a sport is uh, trying to deal with. And I know you at uh, John Boy Media has a a great reach to younger fans. You've got almost a a million YouTube subscribers. You've got over 300,000 Twitter followers. What are you doing to engage younger fans, and how do you think Major League Baseball can take a cue from what you're doing?
2: Yeah, we get asked this a lot, and it's not like we have, you know, big think tank sessions where we say, how can we reach a younger audience? That's just kind of who our audience is. But our audience ranges from all over the board, but we do have the young audience. We have that eighteen to thirty year old audience that MLB thinks they can't reach. They could. Um, th- their problem for a long time was that they just neglected technology. And if it was the year was twenty ten, and you wanted to see a highlight, you couldn't go to YouTube. But that's where the high schoolers at that time were watching videos, and they're getting a lot better. They've they've changed their their Uh, restrictions and they're letting people share it. They're letting us exist. Now we wouldn't have been able to exist in 2014. And I think each team now has a TikTok and they're trying to find the youth. So they're definitely getting better. I think their eyes opened a little bit and they're letting us do our thing, but we, we don't actively say like, Hey, this is what the youth likes. Let's go attack them. We just talk about baseball in the way that we like talking about baseball, which I think anytime you talk with enthusiasm and you're genuine about it, that that lands on for people you know so i think there was a ton of baseball fanatics for the last 5 6 years that loved baseball but we're starting to feel like wait should i not like it because the general consensus from manfred down was this sport's dying no one watches this sport anymore like when the commissioner that's the message he's sending that's a bad message and that's coming from the top so I, like we run into radio guys and and sideline reporters that or like, oh, I'm so glad that you guys are doing this and making it, uh, you know, talking about how baseball is fun and enjoyable again, because there was a whole little section there where that was not, no one was saying that. So all we did was come out and say, no, uh, we like baseball. We actually enjoy exactly. it a
5: lot. That's where it is, man. You know, because we were talking about it last week. And I mean, I enjoyed the, you know, I, I hate to say it, but I'm going to say it. I love the steroid era. I love exactly. 70 home runs. I love seeing these guys go out there. Do I mean what happens all that stolen bases, home run derby? I mean all that stuff was was you know that monumental in me and my you know my growing up process of being a baseball lover. I don't see it anymore. I mean what's going on with that?
2: I think I mean I I've changed recently on this. I was a blind defender of the game has to police itself and you know the game has to make its own corrections. But we're like a decade plus into this three true outcome, strikeout, home run, walk baseball. And I have turned the corner completely where I, I I don't think it's the most entertaining version of this game we can have. Uh, So I'm not trying to like yell at the clouds or scream, but if there's a way where the league and they're starting to do this now in the minor leagues with some rule changes, they're testing out. And I, I'm a big advocate for it. Test them out in the minors, see how they see how they perform because you know, we, the, the league allowed the players a decade to try and correct it themselves and beat the shift and do all the stuff, and it's just not happening. The players are putting their hands up and saying, no, I'd rather swing for the double or home run to beat the shift and go over the shift than hit the single the other way because guess what? No one's going to pay me a big contract if I hit 100 singles, but if I hit 20 home runs, I'll get more money. So the game isn't correcting itself. And I think we do need to get more action, more guys on base, more hit and runs, more stolen bases, more balls in play, more balls yeah. in play. I I, I do. I, I changed where I you know because I was saying you know the players got to correct, just beat the shift. And now I'm like, well, they're not going to do that. Are so they listening
5: I, to them though? I mean, are, are they listening to the players? You know, because that there lies the problem. Because I know in the NFL, they listen to their players. That's why they can celebrate now and do all those things after touchdown because the fans want to see it. Are they listening? Why well, right. it, it started
2: getting loud. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, it's starting to get louder because you had Theo Epstein step down from the Cubs and say, I'm to blame here, but I helped move this sport in the wrong direction. You have Don Mattingly say, yeah, the shift is terrible. You have Francisco Lindor saying, yeah, I'd rather not have the shift. You have Buster Posey saying, yeah, the shift is ruining baseball. So <clears throat> this offseason, it seemed like everyone peeked their head out of their little hole and was like, Actually, I'm against it as well. And uh, so I think they're starting to listen. All the changes that they just implemented in the minor leagues are for everything we're saying here. Balls in play, stolen bases. So we'll see how they go in the minors. Um, I think it'll be a more fun brand of baseball. Uh, The more guys on base, you know, anytime a guy uh, hits the ball incredibly hard and then the outfielder or the infielder just catches it because they're positioned perfectly, well, we're not watching athleticism there. We're just watching computers.
9: right? Because
2: uh, you know, computers told that player to stand there. Whereas right. if he had to start here and then make a diving catch, well, now we're watching athleticism and in-game reaction. And that's what sports are supposed to be. Give us one sec. We're going to
3: break really quick on the network. We'll wrap the hour coming up next. And stay live with John Boy on the stream here on SportsMap Radio. All right, so my question is, Outside of Rob Manfred, outside (laughs) of Don Mattingly, outside of people who are either physically involved in this game down there on the diamond up to the front office, who is resisting when you bring up the valid points that I think have been brought up for years now about the issues with the shift and others and kind of bringing either the game back to something or continuing to further the game who outside of the people that are playing managing slash running the game is still resisting in your interactions? Because those are the people that I think we on the outside of the people who are not day-to-day in baseball are being told John boy. And I don't know if it's true anymore that there is this major divide, the old guard and the younger, I feel like especially after hearing you for the last 15 minutes, that that line has been blurred so much and that people don't even recognize that they're walking back and forth on a line yet the outside world who's not fully immersed in the game is being told that continually, this is why baseball sucks. This is why it's dying because of this battle. But who are you really battling with?
2: I don't know. I mean, I think that it's, it was, it's definitely Manfred himself was, he was pushing that the game was too slow and that wasn't the issue at all. And you know, all the rule changes from, I got some weird feedback. Do you guys have that as well?
4: Uh yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I just hear a little okay. bit. Of, that's okay, it's good now. Might be my right. phone. It's fine.
3: Yeah,
2: I think it was my phone. But anyway, yeah. um you know, all the rule changes that they were doing a couple years ago with the batter can't step out of the box and only one out per or a pitcher can has to get all three outs. Those all were trying to attack the length of the game, the time of the game. Right. That was never the issue. And they, so they were just focused on the wrong problem. The problem is balls in play and the action of the game. Football is a long game. And when you boil it down to just the amount of action, it's the same as baseball. It's like 15 minutes of action in between the whistles. Problem with baseball is that there's just no balls in play and action. So the rule changes that they're doing now in the minors, I think they're attacking the correct issue, which is we need the game to play to its maximum ability who cares how fast it is if there's still no runners we right. didn't really fix anything so yeah. i don't know who the opposition is for a while it, it was baseball themselves i think now they're starting to figure that out and they it's it's so weird because there's a lot of people that uh call baseball games for a, li- a living and they have the biggest megaphone uh, on national games sunday night baseball wednesday night baseball and, and they're just promoting this like unhappiness with the sport they're calling. Like sometimes a game will go into extra innings, which as a fan of baseball, that's the most exciting thing that can happen. And, and y- the announcers are like, Oh, here we go. Yeah. We got we to we do a couple more. It's not over yet. Yes.
10: <laughs> here we go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let you go. We have about uh, 80, 90 seconds to the middle on the sports map radio network.
7: Presented by rocket.
10: Live from the O'Reilly auto Card studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Hanging out with John Boy,
3: John Boy Media, at John Boy underscore on Twitter, everywhere on YouTube. One of the the most, probably the most watched baseball program on YouTube. Right? I I should probably even take out the word probably. Yeah. And maybe. I don't know. This is amazing what you've been able to do, especially as we've had this conversation in the backdrop about the game adjusting and the game changing and, and moving forward. All right, let me throw one more out at you. Because I know. That's pretty good. Here we right? go. That, oh, well, hold on a second. This isn't even a betting question. These guys are always getting on me like a mining our intelligent test, like this, for betting advice. The value isn't, I'm not going to lay two to one on the Yankees winning the AL East because the value is not there. But the, the question I have to the Yankees, I know you pay extra attention to that squad, right? you're not fearing anybody in this division, right? I'm
2: fearing injuries. For, mostly for <laughs> if, if they're healthy and, you know, we had a good spring health wise up until the last four days, basically. So now I have this pit in my stomach again, but can't count the rays out. I do think they downgraded a little bit for this season, losing Morton and, and Snell and bringing in, you know, Archer and Waka and Hill and, and wondering what they're going to be. And, and some other arms glass now has a third pitch now, which I think is very scary, but that's one pitcher. So, uh, I, yeah, I, I mean, the Yankees won a hundred games and then 103 games in 2018 and 2019 with a worse roster than they have this year. And, uh, they suffered, uh, the most injuries any baseball team has stuff suffered in its history in 2019 right. and still won 103 games. So I, 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 I have a lot of bias here. I'll choose the Yankees.
3: Awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thanks, John
2: Boy. Thank you, guys.
3: Awesome. Thank you so much. Appreciate it.
2: Yeah. Thanks, guys. That was fun.
3: Stream loved you, man. They're already asking coming back on. So
2: they want a regular
3: hit. Seriously. (laughs) We'll set it (laughs) up. This is awesome. Thank
2: you so much. Of course, guys. Have a great one. Take
4: care. There's also a Twitter account at John Boy Media, too, which has all the well I put up his his personal account.
3: Yeah, Yeah, his his personal ones.
4: Yeah. Bruder, yeah,
3: I was thinking the same as soon as he said it. I was thinking yeah. the same
5: damn, oh, yeah. yeah. not walk a of, Oh, CC, not now. I was thinking the same thing, also. So it's, I'm, I'm starting to get scared now, bro. Well, there was one last night. I, I think I texted it to you guys.
3: Yeah, you um, did because yeah. I responded with, a, with another one.
4: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I could as soon as I saw. Uh, the roster. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, where, where? How did we miss this before? It's we got at Flo Thamba, not Mo Bamba. No, I mean Flo Thomba is one of the greatest basketball names I've come across in years.
3: Yeah, because it, it, it's all like it's Mo Bamba, right? right. But right. It, it's like it's like somebody, it's like somebody's making fun of Mo Bamba's name. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah, Flo, I love that name, Flo Thamba. That's <laughs> right. awesome. Now, who does the Mamba number five?
4: Yeah, yeah. who was that guy?
3: I that thought was that guy was Mambo long.
6: too.
4: A
1: little bit of
10: Monica, yeah. Yeah. A, little <laughs> son, a little bit of Rita, all yeah. yeah. A
1: little bit of Nina. <laughs> Who's who was as Mambo? I mean, he was in a commercial
4: too, not too long ago. Like yeah. he's still living off of that song. You're right. You're right. Lou Vega.
6: Lou Joe Vega. Vega. He's
4: yeah. right. What else has Lou Vega done?
3: Lou Vega. Yes, oh, is it yes. Vega? Lou Vega,
4: yeah.
3: yes. V is B. Lou Vega. Uh. uh, what has he done? He's German. You know that? What? He's what? German? Yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. Lou Vega? His 99 song Mambo Number no. Five, a remake of Perez Prado's 1949 instrumental piece. Oh. A
4: little bit of Monica on my side. So he added some <laughs> lyrics to an existing
5: song. Yeah. Uh, I you. Gotcha. He yeah. to to look to and he's from he's from Europe, Munich. huh?
3: He's from Munich,
5: yeah. Flo Thamba. That's I almost love- like the most interesting man in the world. He's supposed to be, you know, with the with the beer. He's not even uh was it uh Hispanic?
4: No. No, I think he's Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Where's yep. Flo from, by the way? Hello, huh? he's from the Congo, bro, is he yeah, yeah, Kinshasa, that formerly' Kinshasa Zaire, yeah, okay, but now it's uh, the Congo that's, that's
5: next nice. level knowledge you have there, Harry, yeah, I love flow, that's a great name, flow, Flo?
4: yeah, that's my mom's
5: name, is that right flow not flow from progressive
4: either no no no, <laughs>
6: yeah
4: uh let's
6: see
3: that was
5: from out of nowhere there
3: (laughs) well no it's a flow flow to flow not flow on by lords of the underground (laughs) flow on flow on on and on and on isn't that lord is right yeah lords of the underground yeah you sure you don't sound convinced barrett
4: boom lock. yeah i mean you know kinshasa zaire was the rumble in the jungle barrett
5: yeah, there you I, go. Yep. Yeah. Well, you
4: remember that? George yeah, Foreman true. against Muhammad Ali. Yep. Who we are? Yep.
3: <laughs> There you go. Flow on. Flow on. Mr. Funky. Not Flo's Diner.
4: Flow's Diner. Wait a second. It that was cool. Mel's Diner.
3: Yeah, something about Flo Thamba got me thinking.
4: Flo was a waitress in Mel's diner in the show, Alice.
3: Alice. Yeah. Keep rocker. Yeah, that was... uh, Ah, something. And and we brought up somebody, Lou Bega. It was right before Lou Bega. Uh, What were we talking about there? Because it was something about, oh, living off that song. That's what it Mm is. Is there anybody that's like, who's really living, still living off of one song? And only um,
4: song who's that guy do, 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 do. Uh, don't worry, be happy dude Bobby oh, that's right. yeah yeah yeah
3: doing that he's
4: is he still making music I don't think so. he doesn't need to well
3: that's what I mean though where are you hearing that song that he's still getting royalties from it?
4: Well, he know he is and that's what he's known for. What question are you asking? like you just
3: said Lou Bega was in a commercial recently. Oh. Meaning that he's still getting
5: paid. Oh, well. You know who's getting paid still? The Baja men. Who for, let the dogs out? They, the had dog. one, oh, yeah. they had one cut, and that's it. Well, that needs
4: to be a Gecko commercial. It will be. They need to bring that back like they did with the, the other
10: guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Tag> yeah. <team. laughs>
3: you know, our house is great, but. Every now and again our neighbors' dogs get out. Yeah, Who I would go right the there, to Jeff Bruder.
6: Yeah,
4: it'd yeah, be great.
3: We should send that into them. Yeah. Right. Who <laughs> let the dogs out? And you look around, like you see, you see like all of these guys coming out of the house, right? Bah how many people in Baja Men? 50?
4: <laughs> if they if they had a redo, there'd be more than there were in the original time. Yeah. Yeah, I'm that part might... of the Baja man. I'm right. one of the original guys. <laughs> one of the originals. <laughs>
3: I think there were a bunch of people in the Bahamas. man. Yeah, they were, were. were. Yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I'm counting nine. Dang.
5: <laughs> I think the most famous right now is Vanilla Ice. He might be the most famous one. Yeah. One.
3: No, but it, uh, my question is basically like they're this still living off property property it, meaning you're
5: still hearing the song.
7: Media.
5: Ice Ice Baby, yes. Where do you hear that song and you my friend are caught in the middle the middle start to show right
10: now. on the sports map radio network
7: presented by rocket mortgage home loans that fit your life rocket can, rocket can.
10: live How from the Riley auto start, park studios huh? here's Aton shander barrett brooks and harry mays
5: My issue here is right at football versus analytics and the integrity of the professional sport
4: competition and the racial inequities in sports. This is why it's such a situation. is complex, and I don't think everybody understands it. Did they lie? Absolutely, they lie. Wow.
3: News flash. The Cleveland Browns, according to ESPN Cleveland, and that's Hugh Jackson, were not trying to win Mm. during Hugh Jackson's tenure. Jackson came out and said that they lied to him because I guess somebody in that building was charged with the job of telling the head coach, no, we're actually trying to win,
6: Mm.
3: which is ridiculous because that team set out to lose. So we have that. We have Mac Jones has confirmed that he is now being eyed. The Chicago Bears have eyes on Mac
5: Jones. (laughs) All right. I feel sorry for him. Me too. That's where you go to get your career just thrown away as a quarterback.
4: I mean, I know their checks cash, just like everybody else's, and he'll get paid a lot of money, but man.
3: Barrett's right, Harry. And the reason why is we have a producer who is now with us. He actually trained – on this very show, I work with him on Sundays. He's the producer for the show I do on Sundays, Kevin. He just moved down here from Chicago. So he's an Illinois-Chicago Bears fan and sports fan across the board up there. And we were just talking about this Sunday, and we went down and looked at it. Would you know that a guy, Eric Kramer, is the leader. He's had the most touchdowns for a single season for a Chicago Bear, right? And this is... I don't know, what was Kramer, 90s?
4: 2000? NC State's nope. Eric Kramer. Right.
3: This, the other guy who is tied for that single season record, Sid Luckman in wow. 1943.
5: Jeez. Not McMahon, That's no. no. Luckman.
3: That's, what, that's how tough <laughs> Barrett's right. You go as a quarterback to Chicago, yeah. you're essentially being set out to greener pastures. What about Bob Avellini? No, not Bob, Mr. Bob D'Avolino. <laughs>
5: All right. I'm I right saw here. it coming right here. And you grabbed it and you dumped it to him. Wow. <laughs> From out of nowhere.
6: <laughs> oh my <sighs> <God. laughs> Wait, <is>
5: that... <laughs> you were playing above the rim there, bro. You were above the rim. <laughs> Wait a Listen, second, Bob,
3: Bob, wait, a wait second. who was it that he even said, though? <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh my God.
6: Oh
5: my, God. Oh, my God. oh my goodness. Look, everybody just jetted on me. What is going on today? Bob Vila. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Jeff, you're right, man. (laughs) What have we talked about? We talked about hockey and baseball. No football. What is going on? We got to talk a little bit about football. Just a little bit. We did. What are you talking about? We haven't talked about any football.
3: Yeah, we did. What? What? How wait, who was it that you
4: said? Harry what? Oh. Bob who Bob Avellini. <laughs> Bob Avellini. He was a quarterback over the Bears in the 80s. Yeah, I know. And
5: then I oh my god. And so, <laughs> who sang that song? But Bob Bob oh, Was that's it bad. uh Trot? No, Monkey huh? Homo sapiens. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh man. <laughs> oh Jeff Jeff said uh Jeff said um uh, this show has said nothing about nothing. We we didn't even talk about anything really. <laughs> no, I mean this is insanity.
4: <laughs> yeah, did you know Bob Avellini's nickname? Mr. B- Bob <laughs> 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 No, Mo. Is that, that? Not can you shlo-mo. imagine having a nickname Slow Mo? Not Shlomo. No, not Shlomo, they took <laughs> they took out the C and the H. <laughs> this isn't the Yiddish version of. That's the Yiddish version of slow mo. Yes. Shlo-
3: isn't that the uh, wait? Isn't slow mo the guy with the sham wow? Isn't that his name?
4: Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs>
3: wait. So slow mo. mo.
4: Oh my god. Yeah, he played at Maryland. All
3: right. So. Eric Kramer.
4: <laughs> Wasn't Henry Burris with the Bears, too, for a, a year or two from Temple? Uh, what year would that be? Uh, that was in the, like, 2000. I think, it was like, 15 years ago, 16 years ago. Bob Avellini. Jesus. Yeah, he was with the Bears in O2. How about that? I love it.
5: This is The Middle
10: on the Map Radio Network.
7: Presented by Rocket Mortgage.
10: Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays.
3: Now, I'm not going to get derailed and go down a rabbit hole, but I'll say that it's a shame this show is no longer on the air. <laughs> what? This was one of the best shows ever on HBO.
4: What show is that?
3: Ron, is there, is this from anything other than the television show I'm thinking of, or is that?
5: Can you let us in,
4: man? You having a private convo with Ron?
11: I can't right. hear Ron. No, I had to turn down you guys. I was watching you guys on YouTube. Sorry. Oh,
3: is this, <laughs> is this anything other than the introduction well, you know, of Flight of the Concourse
11: You guys all started laughing. I missed the joke, so I had to go back to see it. And I wow. still didn't get the joke. Okay, uh, so but it was a lot of fun seeing A Tom Pola uh Cam Newton slide down the chair.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. So uh, basically
11: your question, no, that song I think is only to Flight of the Concord.
3: Okay, Flight of the Concords, check it out, look it up. It's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Two guys from New Zealand who are in New York, and it, it's really funny. Even the guy who does the Cooper, the Cooper tires. You see these this commercial? Yeah. That guy, <laughs> he's in it. So then you know it's funny. All oh, right, yeah, right. yeah.
4: Well, the bean chili ratio. <laughs> I got a question about the Bears quarterbacks. Where does Jay Cutler come in on that list of all-time like yards, quarterback touchdowns?
3: Well, he's got two, three, four, five as far as greatest season when it comes to yards, like passing Whoa. yards. As far as touchdowns are concerned, Kramer, I stand corrected. Kramer had 29 touchdowns in 95. But think about this the guy with the most touchdowns in a single season in the history of the Chicago bears organization is Eric Kramer yeah. with 29, 20, even in a past in one league,
4: Yeah. That's incredible.
3: You die. Your career is over. It doesn't matter if you're a rookie or if you're 40 now, to put things in perspective, Jake Cutler did it in 2014. The best year that Jay Cutler had single season was 2014, where he threw for 28 touchdowns. Mm. 28 touchdowns was wow. his best year. And to put things in perspective, meaning it's been miserable or difficult ever since, Sid Luckman threw for 28 touchdowns in 1943.
4: Right. Not Sid Rosenberg.
3: No. Although back then, anybody with an arm could probably throw for right. 28 touchdowns because in 1943, if you want to put that in perspective, Sid Luckman and Sammy Ball, Sammy were Ball guys yeah. who threw for double-digit touchdowns. Look at this. Right. Slinging 40, Sammy Ball. Yes. Sammy threw for 23 that year. Luckman threw for 28 that year. The next highest was Tony Canadeo, who threw for nine
4: Tony Kennedy. I thought he was a third baseman for the White Sox in the fifties. No, this is Tony <laughs> alright All right. All right. Let's
8: let's look wow. at it.
3: So here's here's what we got. All of that to set up this.
8: In terms of the Bears, yeah, I've met with them. Uh, it was a really great meeting. Um, you know, we just talked football for like an hour straight. That's the best type of meeting for me is just talking ball. So hopefully, I'll get a chance to talk to them more and uh, see where that relationship kind of heads as well. In terms of the oh,
3: uh, <laughs> how could you sit there and talk football with that organization and then want to talk to them again?
5: Yeah,
3: it's like sitting down with Jeffrey Lurie and being like, I can't wait to have another meeting with this guy.
5: Yeah, little does he know, little does he
3: know. Oh, there's no way, there's no way,
5: right? Well, Jim Do Miller, you- Tone, you're right, Tom. Jim Miller, he played. I mean, I thought he had a, some pretty. Oh, good I love season
3: Mills, there. he didn't have a good year like that.
5: <laughs>
4: Mills is fantastic. Yeah, I think yeah. Jim Lewis. Miller had good years, and so did Mike Tomzak. Bottom line is, right. neither one of them are very good. Right. Okay. Mike Tomzak, right. yeah. and and that's the issue
3: is just how difficult. Like, think about it: is there anything like that in sports? Is there anything like that in sports where it's pretty much a lock that if you
4: play that position and you play in that city, you'll never succeed? In terms of the Bears, Whoops. yeah. Get out of well, here. I mean. You know, I know they have Mayfield now, but what was the what was the greatest Browns quarterback in modern times? Bernie? Kosar, probably in Bernie the eighties, right? Yep.
5: Yeah. They did have couch. He stunk. <laughs> yeah,
4: we're talking about good. I, I mean <laughs> <couch>. <laughs> count oh. how many guys they've had since couch in oh, that position. Right. You know, right. it's unbelievable. <clears throat> now yeah, the Bears draft 20th. You think he lasts to 20? Trubisky no. had the fifth
3: highest regular season total for touchdowns. Mm. Mitchell
4: Trubisky,
3: this guy got what three million dollars on the open market?
4: Uh, Buffalo backup quarterback. I think he got two and a half. Yeah, Miller is
3: way down. I love Mills, but he ain't he ain't on high on this. Isn't thing. he in media now? Isn't he? Oh in yeah, he's passing? been doing serious forever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, is just real quick. Is there anything like that? I guess Cleveland, right? But still,
5: like Cleveland and the like, yeah Cleveland you know, and the Raiders, that. you go when you want to retire. You go there when you want to retire. I mean, it doesn't matter what position you are.
3: Well, did Rich Gannon win the MVP?
5: That was, uh, uh, I believe he did. Yeah, you talking about what was it? That was like a two and like a half, three year period. Two oh three, yeah. Period, yeah.
3: Chicago's never even had that.
5: Well, they did have it when they they went to the Super Bowl and got. Um, didn't they get didn't they get beat by who? Well, the, they Colts, beat, the Colts beat the Colts, him. Rex yeah. Grossman was the quarterback. Yeah, but yeah. that's
3: my point though. Barrett is while the team was great in two thousand six, they were thirteen and three. Rex it wasn't Grossman, them. Yeah, he was twenty three and twenty TD right. to miss ratio.
5: Yeah, it was yeah. it was more so that defense they had. I mean, that defense was unbelievable. Erlacher.
3: Yeah. I mean,
5: you name it, they were across the board. One of the better defense I've seen.
3: Yeah, see that's where I wonder. From a standpoint of the Browns, if you're gonna find I mean Kosar, right? Like Kosar had to throw more than 29 touchdowns at, at his best year. No, I know that Heck. they throw a ton of touchdowns around that era as far as no, they 50, ran a ball 50, but
5: yeah.
4: Well, they had Mac and Biner back in those days, yep. didn't they?
3: Yeah, not Mac and Manco, but yeah, <laughs> Mac and Biner, correct. I, I don't know.
5: I mean, they they, they were them; those were running backs that wore neck rolls, so you right, know what's right, going down. Right. You know, I saying? love the old neck roll. That,
4: <laughs> they need to bring the neck roll <laughs> I mean, back. Look what you did, Barrett.
5: Yeah, bro, the neck roll is and when you had neck roll, you that means yeah. you were a baller. Look at That's all the right. people that had neck rolls back in the day, like Tom Rathman. You know, <laughs> you got like a big fullback. You're basically like
4: a middle linebacker with a number in the 40s.
5: Exactly, Christian McQuay. <laughs> yeah, <Nicoye>. oh, great. <laughs> Even I Derek Gibson had a. a, a Eric Dixon had a, a net.
4: Yeah, one. that's right. He did. Bernie Kosar threw. Yeah, I, I hear it right here. You know, 22 touchdowns. Yeah. In 1987. It. it was his best year.
3: Brian Sype. Oh, that yeah. One? Yeah. Brian Sype is the best quarterback ever for the Cleveland Browns in one year at least, as he wow. threw. Only guy it looks like to throw for over 4,000 yards. Yep. And also, the only guy to throw for 30 touchdowns.
5: Now, nah, so that's the including Bears this year. you don't
3: even have a Brian Sight Barrett.
5: So, so what, did, what did Mayfield do last year? I thought he had a pretty good year. Not
3: that. Last year, he had 26 and 8, and he threw for 35 thir- 63. So, there's only one... Think of this. There's only one guy in the history of the Browns organization that's thrown for over 4,000 yards and at least 30 touchdowns. For wow. the Bears, nobody has done that. <laughs> nobody. Unbelievable. Nobody. I mean, think about it. Like, is there, Can you say that about a goalie in hockey? Could you say that about a DH in baseball? Can you say that about... A, another running back at a certain team. Can you say that? Like this is the
5: the Eagles may be the same way though. With wide receivers. No, with, with um, quarterbacks quarterbacks? over 4,000
3: yards. No, we've had, hold on. We've had guys that
4: have thrown for over 4,000 yards. I don't know. Well, I mean, Donovan never
5: did it. No, I don't think, I don't think. uh, 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 Wentz did it once. Okay. Wentz did it once. Yeah. Wentz did it once. I I knew it wasn't a lot.
3: We've had, and here's the thing though, touchdowns, at least you've had four years where you've had, and four different quarterbacks had guys throw at least 30, (laughs) and that's what I, you know, look, yardage is yardage. I get it. Some of it explains a lot. Some of it doesn't, but if you're throwing for, think about this. Sonny Jurgensen threw for thirty-two touchdowns. Carson Wentz threw for thirty-three. McNabb threw for thirty-one, and Jaw jo- or part of me, Randall threw for thirty. That's four guys in four different eras.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: Yep. So that's that's you know at least it's, that's
4: something I think that's a positive. That's a- Sonny Jurgensen could sling it,
3: man. Yeah, he could. Yeah, he yeah. could. He was twenty-seven yeah. when he was doing all that. Yeah.
4: You know, look. So could
3: everybody else. I know every, it's fun to make fun of Don, and I get it because of the completion percentage was so low and all, but 31 touchdowns, as you see, is not easy. Now, <laughs> what's another team? Jacksonville? Like, let's think about that. Let's think about how miserable a team is right now and see if maybe... Brunell Brunel would have
4: to be their guy, right? I would think... They haven't had look, a great hit, a long history. What do they date back to the early to mid-90s? 95. My, you know. 95. Where my, they came yeah. in the, with the such of, my, of uh, Carolina. Two guys
3: have gone over 4,000. Brunel and guess. Come on. Uh,
4: come on. What about the, the other kid from UCF? Come on. You know it. He's right there in front of you. You can see
3: it. You could probably reach out and touch him, depending on where you are right there, depending on where you're sitting in your studio. Blake? I've-
4: portals. Okay. From UCF. That's the yeah. guy I was thinking of.
3: He's think also the, the only guy that's thrown for over 30 touchdowns and that was 35. Mm. So even Chicago doesn't have that. Like Jacksonville has one guy that they can hang their hat on. Right. I mean, this is insane. Who else, who else is ultra miserable for a while for a long time outside of the teams that we've mentioned,
4: that wouldn't have, like, you can't say well, that. I mean, the Arizona Cardinals haven't had a great history of quarterbacks either. I mean, you date back to Jim Hart, you know, who was pretty good in the 70s and 80s. Who have they had that have really, has really been there?
5: Good one. And then you got Breeze. Just, Breeze just took out, took, um, you know, the, the Saints out of the dark ages. Before that, it was nothing. The great Archie Manning. I bet you didn't throw for a lot, though.
4: Wow. Big news in the in flyers world too. We yeah,
3: gotta thank, thank Peter. Hold on. hold on, hold on, hold on. We're gonna take a quick one here okay. and bring this up coming up. Now we move forward. Wait a second. Jeff Bruder put that up. I apologize. I wanted to make sure that we can go ghost, ghost. Woo! All right, we'll do yeah. that coming up. It's the middle, Philly slash the middle and uh, sports map radio.
4: <laughs> so what's going on? Well, the Flyers have placed Shane Gostisbear on waivers. Mm, well, they couldn't make a trade. <laughs> but they can't trade him. Yep. Yep. Go ahead. And uh, I like that move. I mean, I would rather have gotten something back for him, but, man. Good. Shake him up.
3: That, isn't this amazing, though? I still have a shirt. Remember way back, the Ghost Bear
4: shirt. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah.
3: This, this is another thing, too, where I know he's been around a little longer than Carter Hart, but this is like Kingery, man. This feels like Scott Kingery, Yeah, right? This yeah. feels like a kid that we all thought can grow right into a strong role on a team, right. and now we're looking back like, damn, they didn't even demote him. They wow. just got rid of him.
5: I Bro, know. his rookie year, he was amazing. His rookie year, he could score whenever he wanted to. Yeah, he, he was he's a defender. He was that defense, guy. But
4: he can't defend. Right, right. Yeah.
3: Isn't that crazy?
4: Wow. wow all this is happening when Martinez is out. I mean, we had the greatest hockey segment on this show's history. Yeah. And Ghost gets, re- gets waved.
6: I way,
3: didn't do it to him. and this just shows you how inept – those other teams are that they couldn't even take advantage of a pass heavy league. But the Cardinals have had five separate seasons over 4,000 yards and two with at least 30 touchdowns. Warner and Palmer, guys going over. 30. Well, they went to the
4: Super Bowl that one year with Warner. Yeah.
3: Neil Lomax. Oh, remember him from Portland yeah.
4: State? Yeah. He went to Portland State, that dude. He was one of the most famous Portland State. Didn't Gary Payton go there too? No, he went to Oregon State. Oh, yeah, right. Pardon me. Oregon State. Portland State of the Pilots, yeah? I believe so. Okay. Not positive, but I think
10: you're right.
3: Blake Bortles, one of the greatest fantasy quarterbacks ever, according to Ron Culver. The ghost
4: is gone. He gone.
3: Holy you know, if somebody's out. Is is somebody out there and doing this right now, waiting to pick up Ghost?
5: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's still not going to play defense. How are you, Portland a defenseman that won't play defense? Portland State, I think, are the Vikings.
4: Okay, who are the Pilots?
5: There, I think there are, there is a Portland
4: Pilots. Uh, right, let's look. Is huh? that a minor league baseball team? Maybe.
3: Not only. Is there another football team that comes to mind with ridiculously bad quarterback play? I mean, Minnesota, is going to have Fran, Randall, right? Da- even Dante, take him out. What about Miami? No, clearly not there. Is wow. there another bad team? Courtney Love, Ron Culver's reminding us went to Portland State as well. Oh, wow.
5: I wonder
4: what
10: she looks like these days. Go ahead, Google at your own risk. I'm, I'm going to do it. You're listening to the middle on the sports map radio network.
7: Presented by Rocket Mortgage.
10: Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Fake news, Ron Culver, just the three of us. We don't have any help today.
3: No John McMullen, no Jason Martinez. Although there's crazy news going out here with Ghost Bear out as we continue to look at some things, we'll touch on that on the break as we keep going. Also overtime, of course, brought to you by Booked sports. All right, Ron, take it away, sir. Oh, is it my turn? Yes. <laughs> you think? We're just going to talk tournament for two hours. Hey, you, uh, before, before we start, before we start tournament. Yeah. Remember I, I, we talked about that ridiculous cover on that meaningless three. We talked about how Houston has a Ben Simmons that actually shoots all of this.
11: Yeah, I think I tuned in for that. <laughs> hey, Ron.
3: You're like the stream. The, at least the, this is why the stream comes here now. It's yeah. just to interact with each other. It's not for us. Yes, right. I don't we even think they that. listen to the show. No, and we love that, by the way, that this is a community <laughs> that has now grown here. You guys are just background noise
5: to their chatting. <laughs> Absolutely. That's fine. That's what, Ron,
3: that's what a yes. midday show is.
5: The, the, the stream brought up last week that – when you do this segment, they they really want you to be on. They want you to show your face in one of the boxes. I mean, I, I'm just saying what they told him. Yeah. yeah, he's not he's and not is, down with
4: that. You
11: know what, uh, Barrett? All I can say is consider me um, uh, the next door neighbor. Oh. And home improvement. <laughs> Would you right.
3: at least do that though? Like, could you put could up put some up sort of fence? barrier or or something? That... <laughs> Maybe I'll do that where I can
11: show down yeah. the you know the top of my forehead, which is usually covered by a hat.
3: Why don't we do that? Why don't we have you wear a hat like I'm wearing now, a Scully, right? And then you could wear wear a
11: hat every single day.
3: Okay, so there you go. What type of hat?
11: hat. Uh, This one is Hurley. So it's a Harry Um, Hurley. No, it's not a Harry Hurley. Is that like surf stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my SoCal roots, sorry. Exactly. Okay, take it away. All right, story number one. Uh, Gaining serious consideration for the 2024 Paris Olympic Games is the sport of air, A-I-R which can only be explained as skydiving horse.
6: Mm.
3: Skydiving horse. Wow. Basically like, all right, I'm going to jump off the plane and do a triple axle into a gainer, into a single, (laughs) into a dive. And a sow cow.
5: So, so so he talks like uh, these guys talk like surfers, though. That's is that what you're saying?
3: No, that's stereotype that I
11: applied to them. I have no
3: idea. Right,
5: right. That's what I'm saying. All
11: right, I believe it. Is seriously alienating the skydiving (laughs) community right now.
3: Yeah, I believe it. Well, look, if you haven't noticed, I've alienated a lot of communities. So, Mm -hmm. and more to come. I've alienated my own communities. You think Jews talk to
4: me anymore? No, nobody talks to me. <laughs> the, the people in the upstairs portion of his house don't talk to
6: him Seriously.
3: anymore. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't even think my kid's going to talk to me when he comes
5: out. <laughs> You're not even going to see him. You're going to be locked in the basement. He's going to be throwing a paper airplane. Hey, Dad, can I go outside? He's riding right on a paper airplane throw it yeah. down to you.
4: My dad was this guy that was always in the basement. I never saw him. You know, I have an interview with his son when he's like 18.
3: And it's going to be the clips. He's just going to see these clips on social media of me ripping Carter Hart and people from Delaware right. and Maryland and
4: Florida saying, you're an idiot. And then coming out of the cellar <laughs> entrance into the yard to walk the dog. And then he goes back down.
5: All right, only the, <laughs> the only memory your son's is going to have you and, and you guys will be right underneath each other. All he's going to be thinking is this right here.
6: Yeah. <laughs> all right. I love it.
11: I love it. All right, let's do it. Story number two. Yes. A mafia fugitive was finally caught after seven years of being on the run. He was discovered after he posted a cooking show on YouTube.
3: Yeah. I mean, this is ridiculous. We see this all the time. I saw somebody in Chicago just stole a car. And the car was idling. The -hmm. person who was out of the car left with a FaceTime still going. And the suspect not only picked up the phone and engaged in the FaceTime, but then followed the woman on the other end on Instagram. And that's how they got him. (laughs) Real, meaning I have no problem believing. So like people just get caught because they don't think they're yeah. stupid. Uh, yeah. 75 to 80% of the people I think who get caught in general just don't think.
5: Well bro, that's I saw one show where um this mafia guy from over in Europe comes over, he has a, a um a, a million dollar sports car. He drives it, he wrecks it like 100 miles an hour. Gets up, walks like 100 yards away, comes back and said, "Oh, I saw the guy, he just took off this way." And that's how he got caught because of the 100 million dollar, I mean, uh, the uh the million dollar car. Yeah, he goes back to the car. It so was a million dollar car. Yeah, that's yes, yeah, a, a million dollar car. That's ridiculous. He went yeah. back to it.
3: See again, like just keep it at a hundred thousand. Nobody's going to look at you. Right. Man. You right. know, like, you got to be smart. Why do you got to be a
5: pig? It's a Ferrari, Yep, a yeah. Ferrari.
11: Yeah. All right. So, story two here. Story number three. A Montana senator reminds the citizens of his great state of the days in the past. When the obvious choice was homegrown meth rather than meth coming over from Mexico.
3: Okay, so is this like make meth great again?
11: I I guess. Right.
3: What's going on here? Like meth is better if it's concocted. It's the same ingredients. You're buying it from a CVS or a grocery store anyway, right?
11: Well, he went on about the purity levels of homegrown meth over meth coming over from Mexico.
3: When you say homegrown, you're basically saying going into an American convenience store slash going to a convenience store in Mexico. It's not like this is being grown from the ground. Right. And what
4: type it's of products marijuana. do you buy at the grocery or at the, uh, CVS, know, at it, the CVS, Eitan? I'm sorry? What kind of products do you buy at the CVS?
3: Well, honestly, I'm just ripping it off from Breaking Bad.
5: Mm. I'm just going for prison mic on you at at the end of the day, man. It just has made in the USA on the little baggie. That's right. Right. (laughs) You know what? Honestly, I'm going number three. I I say number two is the fake story. All right. Why three? three? I'm going three because I'm not going to be out there talking about, well, you know, putting a stamp on it, made in the USA, homegrown meth, you know, it makes no okay. difference where it is. Okay, I like that. Okay. I'm, I'm going three. Harry?
10: I'm going two. Any reason why? Um, because
4: I believe the first story about the air uh, in the Olympics. Uh, the fact
5: they talk like surfers?
4: No, <laughs> that had nothing to do with it. But And I, and I believe that a politician in these, this day and age would say something like that uh, in Montana.
3: I right, I say number one because I think Ron's made. I think Ron made that up.
11: <laughs> all right, then the winner is since all three of you chose something different. Uh, the fake story this week is story number one. Wow! I,
6: for so some story reason, number
11: I... two is real, and story number three I have the audio. Oh, if you all would like to hear it. Yes, yes, nice. I got to hear that. Yep. Okay, here we go.
2: The flood of Mexican meth, Mexican heroin, Mexican fentanyl. 20 years ago in Montana, meth was homemade, it was homegrown and it had purity levels less than 30 percent. Today, the meth that is getting into Montana is Mexican cartel.
3: Hey, all he could have come up and he just said gone full scarface is puro, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, that would have
4: been the same thing. You hey. didn't go through all of that, it's 100 percent. Better fentanyl, Mexican or China? Six one zero. We can do call-ins on that.
3: Take right. your phone calls. Coming up next. Oh, we don't right. even have the number up anymore. It's, amazing, uh, amazing. So, story one you just made up, right?
11: Yeah, I took. I kind of took the liberty of something else that I had saw where it was just an exhibition.
10: Oh my god! Uh,
11: but it wasn't even two skydivers. It was a skydiver and an airplane. Got
4: it. It wouldn't be a bad idea, though.
3: No, not a terrible yeah. idea.
11: All we're good ideas.
1: Coming up next. It's the middle. Stay here. <laughs> Hey, New Jersey, if you bet on sports, then you need PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. We're all using it to cash in this basketball season. Just head into your nearest casino, pick your favorite teams to win it all, and sell those tickets on PropSwap. They have thousands of buyers across the country, and you can sell too. And listing your ticket is always free. This is your newest side hustle. The average seller on PropSwap makes $500 every month. If you aren't selling on PropSwap, then you're missing out. Go to PropSwap.com today and click the Sell button to learn more.
6: Attention gun owners in the Philadelphia region. Sign up now with our NRA instructor, Bob Dooley, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. The middle.
3: We need a little maze. Wait, wait, yeah. what was the commercial? Yeah,
10: Harry goes, I don't need
4: a little anything.
11: You'd have
3: little Harry or little
4: maze. Little
11: maze. And, and you pull a <laughs> string and it yes. says, I
3: am out. Or like four or five different maze sayings.
11: Now that's an idea. Did you see a Shander doll? It oh, never yeah. stops talking. No, you oh don't even need to pull the
9: string. The
7: middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Maze. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern
9: football in philadelphia is a lifestyle a passion from birth and a personal responsibility to know the game boo when necessary and think about every second of every minute of every hour of every day birds 365 was created for you Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Birds 365, start your morning with Johnny Mack and Jody Mack across the Jacob Media Network. Watch it live on YouTube.
4: The uh, wife is home, Barrett, so I just put the sandwich
5: order in. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You are the man. I think I'm going to make me a salad today, man. Yeah? Yeah, nice. I'm going to air fry some chicken breast. That's what I'm going have for lunch. <laughs> oh, nice. I see it.
11: See that? <laughs> That's not for public.
5: No, I know.
10: You are listening to The Middle Wonder on if the Sportsman Radio Rip Network. Second. Presented
7: by Rocket Mortgage.
10: Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays.
3: Overtime today might be a quick one. It's brought to you every day by... Book it sports as we mind <clears throat> you. Great place to be. Jeff Barles will join us tomorrow, 1240. Anything else we have tomorrow?
5: Um, no, not that I know. Trey of, Thomas, but... right? I'm um, Trey. I, I, I just text him again just to, to check in and, and reaffirm it. Okay, so he'll hit me back in a minute. Just making sure. And then uh, some there... former
4: Eagle great Trey Thomas will join us tonight. Tomorrow,
5: yeah, he don't oh, I, 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 I can't wait. I, I want to discuss the, the nature. Of, uh, of, of, of you know, how they can develop a culture in their locker room without them knowing each other, being around each other, and Zooming each other. How is this going to work? Last year, Doug was in the locker room so he could establish that culture because it was already there with the players. They don't have one because mm-hmm. it's a new coaching staff. So how is this going to happen? Well, we don't even know. We don't. Nobody has any idea. We don't know squat about this coaching
3: staff, (laughs) right? (laughs) I mean, think about it. Like, there's so much. Urban Meyer. Nobody has any idea what Urban Meyer is going to be in the pros, but at least even there is some sense of resume in. College, Which, yeah, right? people have seen it. Yes, exactly.
5: They've seen a the success.
3: There yeah. aren't many teams right now that are dealing with the scenario like the Philadelphia Eagles. Look, the Jets. Granted, they have a guy who is focusing on running the team, establishing a culture, and also the defense. I don't think that their new head coach is going to be hands-on as far as calling plays or developing the quarterback. He's got a lot on the side. So- the defense—that's where he is anyway. So you do have some people who are stepping into new roles. I just think it's two times over with our squad where we're seeing people step into new roles with really nothing to lean on, no type of resume to turn. Even in college, you can't even turn like Urban Meyer and say, yeah, he's brand new to the NFL, but man, that dude really knew what he was doing at least in college.
5: You don't even right. have that. You, you knew Solly was going to be a head coach um, this year. Right away, right? So, yeah. So they – so. You know, it seemed like everybody had a, you know, that that knew Solly and, and watched football, knew about him being a head coach and wanting to be a head coach, and was um, high on everybody's list of of wanting him as their head coach if if they, you know, were gonna have a vacancy at the head coach position. Mm-hmm. Solly was one of those hard nosed guys, very enthusiastic. Everybody knew yeah. what type of coach he's gonna be. They know what they're gonna get from him. Right. Nobody Big even leader. knew. Yeah, yeah. Nobody even knew. You know that that. That's there the one guy that was going to be a coach. I mean, right. that's the
4: one guy that got hired that I, I really wish the Eagles could have had a shot at. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: They did have a shot at, he walked out of the building. He said, I, well, what do you want from me? Didn't he interview
4: here? No, I don't think he did. Oh, well, he maybe,
3: can't. maybe he just passed up. Maybe he knew maybe. right away. Like this, this is not, this is not a place. Here's the thing. He was up the road from it. He never came back down. That's right. Right. And I think, you know, we have to look at this, right? And you could look at it like a player, Barrett. You could look at it like a coach. You could look at it just like any business person where you have two areas that are dysfunctional, two industries, two teams, two locker rooms, two cultures that are dysfunctional. And you put them up and say, all right, well, they're both dysfunctional here. Which one has the best chance, or maybe only one has a true chance of turning from dysfunctional to functional? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what happened with Robert Sala. And I think a lot of people look at the Philadelphia Eagles like, yeah, they're dysfunctional, but it's probably gonna take a lot more to get them functional than it was even the Jets. And that's how serious I think the problem is, where even Jake Asman can look down on us as wow. a fan of his team. Isn't that uh, he,
4: would he have to get on a ladder to look down on us? <laughs> is my question. Uh, how tall is Jake? Five, five, eight, five, ten? I mean, I'm not taller than a lot of people, but I think I'm taller than Asman. I, I think you are
3: taller than Asman.
4: Not yeah. by much. No, um, I think you are. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I could post him up.
3: <laughs> what yeah, you could man? definitely get him in the post.
4: Yeah. He's not, he's not
3: small. Like, he's no, small no, 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 no,
4: uh, you no. Know, no, I would not describe him as diminutive. Correct. Right. <laughs> Now, I see there's a lot of odds coming out on the stream about my sandwich. I just placed a sandwich order because the wife is home. She just came home from work. She's going to golf. So I had to put a, an order in before she left for the clubhouse. Are you not golfing? Well, I, I will be, but I need to eat first. Oh, okay, just making
3: sure. <laughs> I sounded like it was only her golfing today, and I thought no. that strange.
5: <laughs> You're going too now. I got to eat. Got to eat? Yeah, I got to eat. Instead of golfing, I'm gonna go work on my car. That's what I'm gonna do. Why
3: don't you come golf? You could make it here in time. Back I'm nine.
5: Not, I'm not. Nah, I'm, I'm, I like working on my car. That's how I. That's how I, You know, let my hair out, let my hair down, and let it wave in the wind underneath the car. That's how he
4: lets out all the steam and all the yeah. tension from this radio show each day. It goes into the garage. Just, oh, it's,
5: uh,
3: I, look, nobody. I'm listening calling. to the radio,
5: so I'm listening to the radio, and I hear this stuff on the radio, and. Every once in a while, I hear like, hmm, I is, is it the over or under that they're betting a the day? Yeah. And that actually goes through my mind. I actually think about stuff like that. Never have in my life. You see how that happens? A hey, time, we did it again. It just seeps in you. We seep
4: into your brain.
3: Right away. Yeah. And now it just... Sh- see, I never cared. I, I don't fault you, A... Because that's what this show does; it causes people to do something that they need to just relax and decompress. Mm-hmm. I can't even imagine what Ron Culver does to decompress, because this <laughs> is the final show. Remember, he's also with Asman right. two hours prior to us, and then before that, his own show yeah. with Tony D. Well,
5: so I'd like to ask. I'd like to ask. How's the radio?
4: Yeah, yeah, that's he, a lot of radio. Wait, like he's what?
3: also the assistant program director of the network, so it's not like he's just sitting here with his feet up coasting all day. Well,
4: well oh, which of the, the three shows is more arduous for him?
3: Okay, so real quick, before Ron jumps in... You when, you before So
11: basically, who am I throwing under the bus today? <laughs>
3: well, remember,
11: <laughs> we had
3: we still have that promo. We had a segment. I, I had this game that I used to run with Ron twice a week, Tony, Jake, or Aton, and it was essentially... And you know, whose funeral is going to have nobody there or you know, who who is immediately gone as soon as you go out. Like who can you know, all these crazy stupid party questions and Ron was the only person in the building who had access to all three of us. So Harry, you're right into asking this question before Ron even gives you an answer because
11: right. we even made a segment out of this whole thing. Right. So oh, the- I'm trying to find uh I know which one you're trying what you're talking about. I'm trying to find it.
3: That's fine. It might have been stricken from the record since that no, show. No, 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 no. no. I never
11: I, I always save uh, I always save promos.
3: Here's what I found out as Ron diligently searches for this. Harry, here's the quasi-answer the question because Ron really can. Is that he has no problem whatsoever shredding Jake Asman? <laughs> he also to the extreme opposite. <laughs> Will, if pushed, and I mean like cornered, throw Tony under the bus, but it takes a lot. It takes a lot of momentum and it takes a lot of inertia in order to get Ron going to throw Tony under the bus. Mm. And then I am, I think Ron goes out of his way because with Jake, he just shreds him. Right. But with me, I think he goes out of his way to make it funnier, smarter, smarter tactful and also hilarious and self-deprecating at my expense where he rips me, but it's in a different way than Jake. So yeah. I'll give him credit that he's very subtle in the difference of how he rips me versus Jake, but it takes a lot for him to definitely throw Tony under. Now
4: that's because think, his show too. I think a Jake, Jake appreciates being shredded <laughs>
5: yeah, he, in a he certain becomes empowered. Yes. Yeah. yeah I, I can see that. Could uh, be. That- I, I can see that I can see that trait, you know, that you know, if, if just long as you're thinking about me, you right. know, that's all he cares about. Yeah. I right.
4: It's kind of like the player with the, that the coach picks on. It's like at least he's picking on me because right. you know, he must see something in me. Because if he's not yelling at me, then he's you know, I'm I'm basically
6: done.
5: Right, right, right. right. That's probably how Asman looks at. It. Well, I hmm. I know. Well, Ron, I I need to know, man. I mean, are right. are we the highlight of your day? Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully, hey, we're the you highlight.
11: Want, you want to know the God's honest truth, what you guys do for me? is By the, by the time I get to here, I'm tired. I'm yes. ready to take a nap. Yes. Yeah. You guys wake me up every day. <laughs> right. that's, that's literally the best compliment I can give you
5: guys. <laughs> I'll take it. Now, uh, you just, know, just have to know when to try, push the drop button.
3: <laughs> Are you resentful? Meaning, like, you could have easily just been sleeping through these two hours, but now that we wake you up, it makes it even more... Uh, obvious that you're tired so you you wind up resenting us
11: no i don't resent you guys at all okay well you guys, it's fun you guys are laid back especially when you guys have these moments where you're not really talking about anything it just gets off it gets completely <laughs> torn off the rails that's where it's a lot more fun
4: oh do you know do you know why Mercedes is not here today why, why? is that Called it's in- his birthday today oh, oh. what does that okay. have to do well, I, I think they, they went away, he and the old lady, like he That's refers right, to he her as, yep. as the old lady. I think they might have gone a little, way, you know, away from, you know, maybe like an in at the dove kind of situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got it. Is that
3: the Pocono spot that has the. Yeah. Yeah. With the the heart
4: shaped tub and yep. a couple of bottles of cheap champagne. A vibrating bed. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right.
4: <laughs> You got, I hope he brought a lot of quarters. They have the
3: indoor
5: pool in some of them too. You know. Yeah. Right. We found the promo. Right, yeah, Would you say hair? Hey, hair. I got a bottle bottle of wine. Twelve bucks on this bottle of wine. I really splurged didn't I, hair? Wow. Didn't have hair. Twelve bucks.
3: You can't wow. even announce the cost on that. That's like Jerry Jones getting nailed on the Johns. Yeah. It is.
4: Josh. Josh. I think was Josh, Josh yeah.
3: was right. So, yeah. Harry, you asked earlier about. Which show is worst, or really the most difficult to deal with? Yeah, and we actually had a segment. We might even need to bring this back since it's At now the point, three of yeah. us.
11: Be, uh Tony, Jake in the middle. All right, go ahead. All right, so this was the promo. Um, like Aton was saying, he used to ask me a question I had to answer. It was a Tony, Jake, or Aton, and this this was something along the lines of who would I seek advice from? Right? Yeah. I think it was something along the lines. So here's the promo. Here's the promo that came out of just a simple little question. The
5: second second level. The second level. level.
11: It's
3: either Tony Jake or me. Okay. Who gives the best life advice right now, Tony? Okay. Now why? And you Give know him I'm the not the choices.
11: Given the choices, right? Tony I, just doesn't sound as much as a kid as I do. Exactly. Is exactly. There, he has priorities, or he, he grew has. Up. Um, yeah, he has responsibilities in his life that you don't have, Jake. I just put together his bike yesterday. Yes. Yes.
3: See, how hard was that? That's a perfect answer.
11: He just learned how to make eggs over quarantine. And that's not a that's not a recipe. That's not eggs over florentine. I'm literally saying during the quarantine, he made eggs for the first time ever. Embarrassing. And he admitted it. And apparently the bacon went even worse. And I still think he's cooking like one strip of bacon at a time, which blows my mind. Why not just cook the entire pack? Yeah. It's meat candy. If, if it's Jake? a pound of bacon, then you might as well cook it. Yeah, it's a pound of bacon. You need to pound that bacon.
9: The second level, See, three days from 11 a.m. to All that to did is p.m. it
11: turned, it, it,
3: that was, <laughs> and this is what I said, that was a, that was a 29 30-second promo right there. That was a 30-second promo where we showed, we highlighted the segment. Ron got his answer in. He ripped Jake. We could have moved on. But Culver kept going for another 30 seconds, tearing into Asmin. And that's what it really, that's what that segment turned into. Is turned into asthma
6: <laughs> ripping all true. And tearing I, did, I
11: did put together Jake's bike. This was last March, last April, yeah. around that time frame. I put together his bike, and then, uh, you know, he, he had just learned how to cook breakfast for himself, cook food for himself.
3: Barrett, I think, is frozen. Oh, we yeah. There we go. So his signal's
11: looking a
4: little weak.
3: Here's what it was. <laughs> it's who's most likely to. So now Ron knows us, and instead of doing it for the three shows, we should just have him... Answer the question for the three of us, right? Since he knows the three of us yeah, now really I, yeah, well. You we
11: can definitely do that.
3: Right. So, this is the question Who's most likely to possess superhuman BS capabilities?
11: <laughs> that's so easy. That's Harry.
4: <laughs> Boy, he didn't even think about it.
5: Is that your superpower? It was Jeez. right there. Wow, he didn't have to think about it at all, did he? I think he had well, the I question a half hour ago.
11: Come to you naturally that you already know the answer to, and that's Harry. Okay. <laughs> I mean, in a close second would be, a Tom Barrett, I that's too
4: honest of a man. (laughs) So what he's really trying to say is that I'm a very dishonest human being that is not trustworthy. Correct. No,
11: I say you have the ability to be a dishonest human being, which makes you even more dangerous because you know how to turn it on and off. Right. Right. See, some of these don't
3: apply, so it's hard I kind of.
11: Oh, afternoon. Harry! You're
3: you're. Oh. We got a break anyway. We'll be back. We'll wrap the hour coming up. It's the voice dot com slash the middle overtime. Brought to you by Book it Sports. All here on Sports Map Radio.
0: Looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Bookit Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book it Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following and stand out amongst your friends by downloading Book it Sports today on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book it.
9: Football in Philadelphia is a lifestyle, a passion from birth, and a personal responsibility to know the game. Boo when necessary. And think about... B-A-T-L-E-S-E-O. Every second, of every minute, of every hour, of every day. Birds 365 was created for you. Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Birds 365, start your morning with Johnny Mack and Jody Mack across the Jacob Media Network. Watch it live on YouTube.
5: Up.
4: I can't believe like, like, he didn't have any communication with any of us that he was not going to be available for today's show. I just stumbled yeah. upon a tweet last night from his account saying that he won't be doing the Flyers game last night against the Sabres because he's out of town. So then I sent ton a text saying, hey, I think Jason's out of town. He's like, I don't know anything about it.
5: I had no idea. Yeah. None whatsoever. Wow. Um,
3: Really quick, uh, let's do this. We'll come back and we'll throw any – we're not going to have much time on the radio, so we'll do any quick plays for tonight. And then we'll do a couple of minutes on the Sixers. Just I don't think anybody's back tonight. So we're good there. Sorry. But, no, he didn't say anything.
4: Hmm. I hate to do it Tom. him.
3: Yeah. Man, that second half, Baylor minus one and a half. I lost by a half a freaking point. So upset on wow. that. Wow. Yeah, so upset. That one was the one I was upset about. Sean Couturier, anytime goal scorer, was a lock. Riders. No, that wasn't. That was the last goal of the night.
4: Baylor's only a five-point line over Houston.
5: That's it? Yeah.
3: I'm telling you, man, That I, I'm going to just push that total as much as I can. Play them in eight, seven, eight teasers. Just push it up as much as you can.
10: That's an underplay, man. You are listening to The Middle on the Sports Map Radio we Network.
7: Go. Presented by Rocket Mortgage.
10: Live from the O'Reilly Auto Park Studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays.
3: couple of tickets to give out before we hit OT for a couple of minutes to talk about our Sixers in action tonight. Now, the all chalk. Parlay is still in effect, gentlemen. Mm
6: -hmm.
3: You know, this was March 29th. What day is that? Yesterday. 143.15 a.m. The four-team all-chalk parlay ticket was punched. That means Gonzaga money line, Michigan money line, Baylor money line, Houston money line, all winning to get you plus 160. It's not a great return, but it's still something. All right? At 143 a.m.? A.M.? Yeah, A.M. Yeah, A.M. Wow. I jumped a couple of these lines, moved a full point from one forty three A.M. to by the time the games tipped last night. So that's in full effect, as is the teaser that we gave out on Friday where Baylor's down to one, Gonzaga one and a half, under 136, Oregon State, Houston, that hit. Now I need over 128 and a half for Michigan and then Zags. You got anything, Harry?
4: I'm taking UCLA tonight plus the six and a half.
3: Public is all over America. Are they? Yeah, okay. this is like
4: Syracuse level. Really? Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you. Hmm.
3: Uh, I hate to do it. <laughs> we're back in 30, but we're back tomorrow. Thank you, Ron. We'll see you all on a Wednesday. See ya.
0: Looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book it Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book it Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following and stand out amongst your friends by downloading Book it Sports today on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book it.
4: That line looks a little cheap to me. It's overtime.
3: Now, here's the thing. This has moved a little bit. Money, the spread has dipped a little bit now, but UCLA is getting two-thirds of the money, two-thirds of the bets. That doesn't concern you? It's Uh, dipped from seven to six and a half.
4: I'm looking here that they're 37% of the the side and 29% of the money on the money line.
3: 37%
4: of of the side. Michigan? No, UCLA. Yeah, see, I have
3: it different. That's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Who's reporting to who? Vegas Insider, I'm looking at. See, I'm on Action Network, but I'm part of their pro plan, so I'm getting all of their, their tickets. It's it, I don't even know if this stuff even makes sense.
5: Mm. The
3: line just looks a little short. Six and a half? Oh, yeah. I think Michigan. I think everybody's in love with UCLA tonight, like everybody was in love with Syracuse, and they're going to get pounded. Mm. Yep.
5: That's exactly what's going on. Harry's happen. out. Harry
3: wants to ride the Bruins so he can say, Bruins! That's right, three baby. exclamation points at 1 a.m. tonight.
4: <laughs> I won't be up, trust no? me. No? No. I'll make it to, the, you know, second half and then I'll I'll fade. Do you think we're going to have all four, basically, after all of this craziness, Oral
3: Roberts, Ohio beating Virginia, all the nonsense, look where we are. We're two games away from having three ones and one two in the final four.
2: Yeah,
4: but that's kind of normal. I mean, you have all your tumult in the first two rounds, and then it kind of settles in usually.
3: Yeah, but that's why, guys, I can't get attached. Like, you can't get attached to the first character in the movie that's going to die, right? Right. So, oh, I love it. It's like twenty minutes into the movie, bang, he's done, and it's like, okay, now, like you can't get attached to these teams. Oral Roberts, even, everybody dies at some point in the movie.
4: No, but you know, it was it's a good like Amos that that player. I never knew about Amos until the tournament. It was kind of cool. No, I'm certain players and coaches. You get attached to the coach because you know he's going to get another job at a better, a bigger situation. yeah, how about Shaka? Well, he knew he was gonna get bounced.
5: Yeah. No, I'm saying yeah. like from VCU is what I oh, mean. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I actually thought Oklahoma State was gonna be in the final four. So me too, Barry. Three number ones. Me too. Three I mean, that Musselman
4: one, guy that's at Arkansas, he had a big yeah. he had a run to the sweet 16 with Nevada years ago. That's how he got yeah, that he Arkansas yeah. job.
5: Yep, yep. And he talked about it. that a lot too.
4: Yeah. that
5: yeah, right? Yeah, he's pretty good. I
3: have the Zags at eight. And the Wolverines at six and a half. I know we had one cover, one dog last night, but I think tonight both, I, I think tonight's a chalk night. I think honestly, I, I just I feel it. I feel like tonight both the Zags and Wolverines cover this these games. I know Harry disagrees with UCLA and look, to be fair, I think even you would agree as high as you are on USC if there was one game that's gonna be covered by a dog tonight even though that's short, it would be two points shorter. It would be UCLA. Yeah.
4: Gonzaga's I think is going to cover. And I, I'm going to root for USC, but I'm not betting the game.
3: Gonzaga's <laughs> going 32 in a row. This is insanity.
4: You know, that Kispert kid, what? every time he takes a shot, it looks like it's going in. Yeah. The Who? hugs? No. Kis- no. Kispert or whatever his name is. The, the, the other guard. Oh, okay. The other white guy. Well, so uh, I didn't know who you were talking about. No, no. He, every every his form is perfect all the time. They, like Ooh. they look like Duke used to look like yep. that. They that lineup looks like Duke from the. Well, you right.
3: You're right. Like there isn't. The, it's crazy because normally we wait for Gonzaga to fall and say, mm-hmm. "Well, they haven't beaten anybody. They haven't beaten anybody." But they haven't even slowed down. No. Like that Timmy dude might be the most difficult matchup on the team right yeah. now. Just because nobody really has a guy. It's, it's either somebody's too big and doesn't have the quickness to stick yeah. with him or somebody's too small and Timmy can work like that deeper, like that longer end of the key.
4: Yeah, and I usually can't he,
3: believe he, it because he's, he's not the most athletic. He's no. not the best player, but he's the most difficult matchup. Like Suggs, you could throw waves of guards at people. Like you could wear people down. But Timmy doesn't seem like there's anybody that can truly match up with him.
4: Yeah, Suggs is NBA too, man.
3: He's, oh, he's, yeah, he's, 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 man. But that's um, what I'm saying. Like now, you know, teams are throwing waves at, of guys mm-hmm. at and they're trying to put multiple guys on Suggs, wear them down a little bit. Timmy, yeah. kind
4: of hard to do that. Yeah, and Timmy looks like one of those guys that they typically would have from France. <laughs> and he's from Texas. But yeah. doesn't he look like he looks like that typical big man from Gonzaga that's a foreign player, like from yep. Australia or France or he's from hey, Texas. He's his old man played at SMU. Oh, get yeah. out. Yeah. Basketball. Yeah. Under Larry Brown? Uh no, I think no, not that recent. He's in his fifties, <laughs> <50s>, this dude.
3: <laughs> oh my goodness.
4: All right. <laughs>
3: Anything else? I know Harry's got the links. Yeah. You got a little links, actually. You got my
4: sandwich first, though. All
3: right. right, we'll go. Well, did you rework <laughs> turkey? The turkey,
4: It's turkey. turkey, yeah. All right.
3: Yeah. We'll see you all. Thank you for joining us. We're back Wednesday. Jeff Parles and hopefully Trey and some more good things happening here in the middle. Thank you. And again, go to Book It Sports right now, Book It HQ and your marketplace of choice. Download the app, be a part of it. Parles tomorrow.
0: Looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book it Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book it Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following and stand out amongst your friends by downloading Book it Sports today on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book it.
6: For the ones who work hard to
10: ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus.